Oh, you should have seen them, Yosef. Warriors in the truest sense. That's why you should never, ever cross swords with anyone from Ergo's Axe. I'll be sure to keep that in mind. On an unrelated matter, though, I'm curious. Why don't we stay very long at each inn we visit? Or anywhere, for that matter. I understand you love to travel, but it seems we barely stay anywhere more than a day. Uh, it's a simple answer, and yet I hope it doesn't offend you. I'm sure you've noticed how incredibly striking I am. Uh, I suppose that is a word one could use to describe you. Well, needless to say, I get a lot of attention from women. And not just halflings, mind you. I've I've been approached by humans, half-elves, dwarves, even (sighs) she-orcs. Don't don't, don't get me wrong. I love the attention. I really do. But uh, attracting suitors is as much like storytelling. You always have to leave them wanting more. Uh Uh-huh. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to rest up in this town for a couple days. Oh, I guess I can endure the hardship for a few. It'll give me a chance to rehearse the stories of the survivors of Fangar. Yes, yes. What happened after they encountered the White? I could barely sleep in that creepy old cabin after you told me about it. Good thing I had my teddy bear. Hmm. Well then, let me tell you. Aiden, Orin, Nayari, and Thurse escaped from the nearby White's cabin as they scrambled into the woods. While the party treks back to their camp, Theros's keen senses noticed something peculiar. As you guys are returning back to the camp, you're noticing a very subtle shift in the wind. You're looking around, you're, you're noticing that the animals are abnormally quiet seems like they have either left or burrowed into their dens or something there's it's very quiet and the wind is moving just very subtly wrong and you get the idea that you think there's going to be a storm tomorrow everyone when we get back to camp we should make sure our shelters are secured and I think there's a storm coming our heroes made it back safely and decided to settle in. With one of them always on watch during the night. Hours after darkness settled, an eerie presence found its way to the edge of the camp, chilling Orin to the bone. So Orin, you're there, you're on watch, you have dark vision, you're keeping a pretty good uh, eye on your surroundings. At the edge of the camp in the forest, before you even notice it is a figure you turn your head as the figure is fully exposed and you see it's the white from the cabin eyes eyes red glowing in the darkness with the light of undeath this white is carrying a longbow and it's looking directly at you and you see it and it sees you 
and there is eerie silence in the camp before it turns and walks deeper into the forest. Not saying anything. And you notice it doesn't make even the slightest of sound. You had no idea it had approached, and had you not seen it, you'd have no idea it left. It was eerily quiet and stealthy. I tell Theros, horrified, white as a sheet, you know, scared. Nimbling with my fingers, like, <laughs> saw it, the white, edge of the forest, just looked at me and walked away. Are you certain? Panicked. It wasn't just some panicked. nightmare? I would... I wouldn't put it past us, given what we've gone through. Damn it, through. man, I'm certain. But I didn't see anything. W- why would it come now? I don't know. I don't know. And it, do, you, do you think it's because we brought the lynx with us? I think maybe we will have to hunt him instead. I wonder about that. I saw what that did to you, and there's no way that I am seeking that creature out. No way. If it comes into this camp to hurt these people, then by all means I will defend this camp, but I am not going to seek out that thing for blood. I saw exactly what it did to you, and it scared me like nothing has ever scared me before. I understand your fear, Niari, but I am tired of running. Orange, should one of us interject? They could argue like this for hours. Should one of us interject? (laughs) I think we should heal the cat. That might not be a bad idea. But Let's it also might it. not be good. Let's just do it. It'll be fine. <laughs> what is safe? But what we can create. I-, I wonder if there's nowhere to run to. That's that's my only fear. It very well could be the case. And if it were just me, then I would say by all means, I would stamp out this threat. But if something happens to us, we are the only ones capable of defending these people. And if we die, they die. The next morning, Nayari had an unexpected visitor. Nayari, as you wake up, you look up as you kind of turn around and standing kind of perched at the uh, the peak of your tent, just above the entrance, is a very large owl. You look at it, and Auburn is getting out of her tent as you're looking at this owl, and you see that the owl is holding a pair of like leather bracers in its beak. And as it sees you, it just kind of cocks its head a little bit, and it just kind of blinks a little. And then it kind of like leans forward and like drops the bracers at your feet. And then it kind of like turns and it sees Auburn and Auburn sees it. And then it kind of flutters away into the forest. Meanwhile, Theros and Orin investigate their recently charmed feline friend, the lynx they fought at the White's cabin. Theros cast a spell to speak with a cat, hoping to learn some useful information. Hello, my friend. I'm I'm so sorry we hurt you the other day. What what was going on? Are you all right? It replies and says, "I was protecting my master." Is there anything we can do to help you? 
or him? I do not know. I hunt for him. I I bring him small animals to eat, but he does not eat them. What am I hearing? Just meow, 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 meow. Basically, we're hearing a series <laughs> of and the cat are just like, meowing at each other, purring or or nonverbal <laughs> movements. Theros uh, is purring. I don't like what I'm witnessing. I don't think my god would like this. <laughs> uh, my god, witchcraft. Uh, well, Theros again will apologize for um, hurting him, and we were worried about him. Theros will. Uh, turn aside to Orin and, and say apparently this beast is a is the pet of that white he, I don't think he understands that the white is undead now he just continues to serve his master even unto death I don't think it means us any harm on its own it was just seeking to protect its master I did remember to say this in common not in cat <laughs> I'm like, why are you purring at me? <laughs> this is getting weird. After letting the Lynx go free, the group convened to discuss their next steps. With the storm looming nearby, they were left with little time and few choices. Our heroes agonized for hours over their decision, the lives of the entire camp resting in their hands. Finally, they decided to once again face the white of the hunter's cabin. The party snuck onto the fiend's property. After downing a potion of invisibility, Nayori crept inside the cabin, her foe unaware before her. However, as she moved to strike, the slight breath of her movement must have tipped off the creature. Her first attack missed, but the Blood Rager managed to successfully swipe at the White before tactically retreating outside. The White shrieked in anger and slammed the door closed. But Orin burst back in, making way for Aiden to fire a barbed arrow into the enemy. Then, Nayari charged in, unleashing all her fury into her foe for the finishing blow. So it's as she's running in and turns the corner, she makes eye contact with the red eyes. And in that moment, instead of feeling fear, she feels the rage just bubble up. And she sees, you know, it's almost as if time stops. And she sees the faces of the people back in camp. And she thinks, if ever is a time to kill this thing, it has to be now. And she'll just bring down the force of her battle axe through its skull with all of her strength, just splitting it in two. With the cabin secured, our heroes gathered the survivors in for shelter against the storm. However, with food supplies dwindling, the four ventured south in search of provisions. But will the storm prove too strong? What other surprises lay in store? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay, so as you guys get really close to the uh, location that Kining pointed out, you uh, 
have to look around a little bit because there's there's no like specific landmark that she could have used to point it out. But uh, a little time passes and you're able to to find this uh, this area and you just see a a patch of brambles, uh, heavy with large ripe berries, uh, growing in a, a sunny glade here, or what would have been a sunny glade had it not been like overcast and starting to get closer into the evening. But you can see in this this little opening here that uh, there's there's a pretty decent amount of space. So had this been in the middle of the day, this would have been a really picturesque location. Um, just as a heads up, I didn't say it, but I assumed that you would be aware. I have left Jasper at camp this time around. So we have that decreased carrying capacity um, on account that I left him behind. But with the handy haversack, I think that we would still have plenty of room to pick some uh, additional stuff up. You know what I mean? Okay. You made that horse shove in that tiny cabin with 27 <laughs> other people. And a sh- like sheep and goats. <laughs> well, I assume that they are able to find a spot for him. And that's better than... It's going to be a rough night. It's going to be rough. Do yeah, we the see port. this? Poor guy. But I think that's technically better. Yeah, do we see that? Whatever that is. That is that's just a small uh like That's just a crevice. flavor abyss. It's oh. yeah, it's it's a flavor <laughs> portal to the abyss. No. <laughs> like, like those ornamental stairs. Yeah. Okay. Mayari yeah. um, goes and just repels down. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was gonna say you can say that's flavor all you want, but it's nearly five feet across at that one longest gap. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it looks like it's a pretty large, um, like ravine. Uh, do you like walk right up to it to look over the edge? No, as we no. approach this glade, I would probably want to take a quick peek around just to make sure that it's not inhabited, since Kining said the bushes appeared to be moving. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, wow, I don't know why it says point one, but we can, you know, deal with that later. You can just assume that I start kind of like scoping out the perimeter making my way around, looking down. Like, when I get here, I want to look down to see how far the clearing goes. Making your way path. downtown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making my way down, home, looking around. Yep. Yeah. I'm walking fast, fast, and I'm stormbound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Aiden is going counterclockwise uh, as he looks around. What's everybody else doing? Uh, missing you. Theros <laughs> is going to also be kind of listening and looking for traps or anything out of the ordinary. Um, I'm gonna move up there. Can we roll perception or watch our flank over here? Okay. Yep. Okay. Now that everybody has decided like what they're doing, everybody can roll a perception check as they're going around. Yes. Typical. Question. Trash. Have we gained our use of our? Not. We don't have level two spells yet, right? Because um, we'd have to rest. In order to use this, right. because we hadn't gained the ability. Okay. We we also haven't technically gotten our level back. It will be after the storm, I think. The way the time works out, that we'll get it back. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, technically you would still have the minus one because technically the save wouldn't happen for like an hour. It, literally an hour from now. Um, so that's pretty much just for ease of flat pl- minus one to all our rolls at the moment, right? Yes. Yeah, so just m- mentally, uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, as you guys are all getting into the positions that you currently are, um, 
Orin, you're not seeing a whole lot. I mean, like you see all these berries in the bushes, but you're kind of like you knew that Kinding said something about them moving, but you're looking and like as far as you're concerned, they're moving because of the wind, which is starting to pick up now quite a bit, uh, making it a little bit harder to notice whether or not <laughs> whether or not the movement is natural or unnatural because there's actually a lot of movement right now. Um, and uh, Nayara, you're looking down uh, the other entryway into the forest there and uh you're not seeing anything uh there's no animals around at the moment uh and uh, again like i said everything is kind of moving because of the wind um <laughs> however Aiden and theros you guys are are more used to the uh forest here you've spent a lot of time here you're able to kind of even though there's all this wind going on, you're able to uh, notice things a little bit more keenly. And uh, as uh, we'll go with uh, Aiden first, as Aiden walks around here and gets to this little crevice, he can kind of see into it a little bit and he can see what look like vines like on the side of the crevice. And he's kind of looking at them and uh, they look like they're moving, but it's uh, weird because the wind isn't really going too heavily into the crevice there, but they're moving just as much as the the area around outside. And at the same time that he notices that, Theros, you're kind of looking into these bushes here a little bit, and you also notice that there is a mass of vines in there that are all moving in tandem opposite of what the other surrounding foliage is moving. I think, I, I think Josh knows what this is. And as soon as you two make that realization, we're going to have to roll initiative. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I knew we are. I knew we are. So plant creatures do exist in Pathfinder. They're scary. It will be fine. Oh my. Think. Can you blow that up for uh, for the live stream audience? <laughs> oh no! Is that an eyeball? Anybody right now? But <laughs> what's that red thing? Is that its heart? That's delightful. That is one of the uh, one of the berries. Oh! Oh! Can you blow it up again? Forbidden I snacks. <laughs> oh my gosh! It looks so good. Don't eat that. Want, Spit it out. I want to. I want to Spit eat it. Spit it out, Josh. <laughs> Don't bad. Oh, oh man, we got some good initiatives here. I know, man. I did, I did terrible. At least I don't think I'm gonna get a surprise round on me. I don't think, seeing as how I, I, you know, noticed them. So, all right. Well, I guess that means it's time for battle music. Yeah. Are you gonna get on that battle music, Andrew? I, I, I was just <laughs> working <Okay>. on it. <laughs> I only have one screen. Okay, I can't like have multiple things open to pull uh, up things right that fast. I understand. I'm just teasing I'll say, I'm just playing back. <laughs> we all, we all just kid. We have a good time. Okay, so um, I uh, I did the auto roll for initiative for these things, and uh, I'll just say right out, uh, their initiatives are plus two and plus four. Uh and they rolled a 22 and a 21. Oh, don't you dare say it. I knew you were going to say it. They rolled why, super why do they good initiatives. they have initiative. different initiatives, I wonder? They all look the same. 
They do all look the same, don't they? <laughs> it's not a hive mind. We'll find. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, so in the surprise round, everybody except Orin and Nayari will be acting. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, on? because because uh, <laughs> Iden and Theros they passed their perception checks. Yeah, I mean it's worse for Orin because he was actually looking in the bushes. I mean, you could argue Nyari wasn't paying attention because she was looking down this other. <laughs> Everyone part, knows but... Orin just can't see. He just... has dark vision. That's just another way of saying he's blind. This is like a <laughs> berry <laughs> plant thing, and Orin's like oblivious. Bush. <laughs> Bush. That's clearly a bush. Okay, so first up in the surprise round, we have uh, this guy up here by Aiden. Aiden. He is going to take one of his vines and lash out at Aiden. And uh, you can see that this vine is uh, just covered in thorns and they are sharp and he tries to to kind of whip around you and just like r- like rip at you with all these thorns on this vine and it's going to take one attack reach huh again yo oh, oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh, one attack against flat-footed nice nice <laughs> that'll be an 18 to hit yeah ooh that hits you take Two points of damage. Four points of damage. And roll a fortitude save. And one bleed on your turn, but we'll get to that. I will put a little red dot on your icon so we know that you are bleeding. Yeah, as the thorns kind of wrap around you, they pull and yank and they tear at your skin and it causes immense bleeding and a lot of pain. I walked in the woods short. Yeah, that would be great to deal with when it comes to storm time, having tears in your clothing and blood everywhere. <laughs> now for the one, for the one down here against Pharos, it's going to take one attack as well. Naturally, that misses. Are perfectly spaced out. I've noticed, Jason, to get us all. So you can hit me at that range, wow! This yeah, one. yeah, they have reach. I would have five foot stepped if I had to, but I didn't have to. <laughs> Oh goodness, that's only a that's there's no way that's gonna hit. That's uh an eight against Orin. Yeah no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah no. And Theros, it is your turn in the surprise round, so you have a move or a standard. Take it away, Theros. Well, I seeing as I've never played uh, anything like this before, I have no idea what will work against uh Something like this, dude. Kick it, but Pokemon style. Plants can, are weak to fire. I don't have a fire a, attack. I would say you can oh, take a I guess I do, um, knowledge I check on any, this. I don't have anything. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah I'll, can I? Is that a free action? Yeah, knowledge nature. All right, knowledge of the nature of a rat. Okay, you can get three pieces of information about this creature. Uh, oh, wow. So you know that it is a it is called a bramble lash. You have uh, sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> you have possibly encountered one of these uh, before. Uh, what would you like to know specifically about these creatures? Uh, weaknesses. They are vulnerable to acid. Hmm. And that is the only weakness I see here. 
uh, I don't know. I guess health uh, hit points or health general amount of health. Can I know that? Is yeah. that something? I th- yeah, you can ask um, that point. I could. I would tell you that they have three hit dice. That's more accurate. Okay. You, okay. Can, you can yeah. guess. Oh, I thought you were going to say three hit points. No, you can sneeze on them. You can, you can hit, hit dice. Is fair. They're vulnerable to COVID. Um, hit, hit points <laughs> is reaching because technically there's a feat for that. But yeah. Okay. What are they called? Bramble what? Bramble lash. Sounds fun. One and more piece of information. Yep. One more. Hmm. Any can recommendations? Yeah, I say, can I give them some recommendations? Do they sure. speak common? <laughs> uh, DR is a good thing to learn if they have um, special attacks or things we have to look out for. Or their AC, simple as it is, it's kind of good to know. You might be able to better guess if you want to push your luck or make sure you get a hit in. Those are three, I think, go-to options, unless I'm missing something. I guess special attacks. Do they have any special attacks okay. you need to look out for? Uh, yeah, so... First up, the, they do one point of bleed. We learned about that. You. Um, yep. But also they have something called breakage, where if they score a critical hit against you, 1d4 thorns break off in your flesh. And as long as the thorns remain embedded, you take a minus two penalty on attack and damage rolls due to the distraction. It is a move action to remove one thorn. Oh my gosh, that'll last yikes. you for the combat. That's a big but, yikes. But that is only if they confirm a critical against you. Good to know. Hmm. Well, it's not it's not energy drain, so <laughs> um, then Theros, I guess, will communicate that to his teammates before. Uh, I guess. Hmm. What am I? I don't really want to use any spells yet. Well, then again, what time of day is it? It is because you had four hexes left of movement, so it's probably like four, three to four. In the evening. Well, yeah. Three to four in the evening. Okay. So, all right. Now, I, I guess I can ex- afford to expend some spells. Um, then, yeah, Theros will, you know, yell out to his companions, Watch out for the thorns. They're especially dangerous. Yeah, I've just... learned that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them stick in you. It's not pleasant. Yeah. Yep, they don't they, feel great. They are weak to acid. <laughs> um, and uh, he'll take a, a five-foot step back. I guess I don't know if it could still hit me from that range, but um, would preparing a spell uh, invoke an attack of opportunity from here? You preparing a spell? Not preparing. You mean casting a spell. Forgive the little child <laughs> who doesn't know how to speak yet. <laughs> you, uh, you have you. You know that they can hit you from ten feet away. You're not certain if they can hit you from fifteen feet away. Uh, yep. It's up to what you think. It's if you think their reach is ten feet, fifteen feet, or more. Okay. But casting a spell would invoke. Attack opportunity. Uh, if they have reached that far, okay. yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, cast. What do heroes do? Summon yeah. nature's ally. One. Oh, that's a big. That's a that's a real one. That's a real spell. <laughs> okay, and uh, I believe that uh, is a full round casting. 
Yes. If it's like summon monster, it sounds like it. Okay. Oh, so, so wait, the way I that... can't do the five step then for that count. So you can five foot step, but the way that it works is that normally it takes a full round to do, um, but there is technically a rule that allows you to just use two standard actions instead. So you could use a standard action in your surprise round, and then on your next turn, your standard action would complete the spell, and you, so it would just be your standard action. Yeah. You do have to know that you can get interrupted now, uh, the spell. They can come and try to hit you in between that. That's a risk you run. But yeah, okay. you can totally do it. Yeah, if they hit you before the spell is completed... You have to you make a concentration it. check to not lose the spell. Okay. Yep. So if you cast a spell that's a full round, you can't five foot step with that? You can. No, you can. Yeah, I, he can five foot step. That's fine. Oh, you yeah. just said two standard actions, like it would take his standard action on his next turn to finish it? Yes, yeah. because it's a, it's a full round action. It is a surprise round right oh, now. Oh, surprise round. I'm so sorry. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so you only get one. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do it anyway. Yep. It's an important thing to know. It's actually really good in action economy because it allows you to move, start casting a spell, finish casting a spell on your next turn, and move again. Uh, Because a lot of people think that a full round has to take up your whole turn. That's not how it works in first edition. You can't do that in second edition, which I think is lame, but uh, it makes sense because of the three action economy system. Okay. So Volus could also have a move or a standard. He could charge too. Um, command Volus to attack that one there. And okay. uh, is he going to be charging there or just moving into position? Just right. moving into position. Then he okay. won't get an attack till next turn. It will take one attack of opportunity. <laughs> no, not nice. <laughs> That is an 18, oh. which I I don't think hits. I think his AC went AC's up to 19. 19. Yes. Wow. So that Damn. Good bear. Mr. Tank. Good bear. I rolled right. really well. I rolled really well that time. And that was a good choice. If you had charged, your AC would have been too lower, I think, in time yes. for that attack yes. of opportunity. I would, have, I would have hit if he had charged. Yep. Yep. So you made a good call. Good call. Okay, Aiden, you're up. Take one one point of bleed damage right away, and then you get your standard or move action. Yeah. Okay, one point of bleed. Um, gonna. I, I can see. I was gonna ask. I can see him. Did he like crawl up? Out? Yes. Yeah. When he when he went to lash at you, he came a little bit up, and so uh, you can see him. Yes. All right. Then five foot step, bow action, standard stuff here. I uh, get. Nothing awesome because I can't rapid shot or nothing like that. I just get my favorite terrain bonuses, and this has to be at a minus one. Um, I wonder about using an arrow, though, and piercing damage might not be so effective against them. But I don't know that yet. Oh, can I get a knowledge check, actually? Uh, Sure. Cool. Back up a little bit. Go ahead. Nature? Yes. Okay, I will give you uh, since he already rolled some, I'll just give you one more bit of information. An additional piece of information. Um, so he uh, he got the special attack, so we pretty much have left. Um, do they have um, DR against anything that I have to worry about? Uh, they don't have any DR, but they are resistant to electricity and fire. Great. 
Okay, so I'll go ahead and hit them with my piercing damage then. That was my only concern. I thought they might be, like, slashing might do more, or blunt might have to hit them, and then piercing might not. But uh, we'll go ahead and use a plus one arrow on this as well. Okay. <laughs> For nine points of damage. Okay, so that uh, that does hit. It does not confirm, but uh, the nine points of damage does go through. Yep, so he takes like a jump step back, kind of kicks off with the one foot, pulls back the arrow with lightning reflexes, and looses an arrow, uh, hitting it wherever you deem appropriate. Okay, and it is its turn. It's going to uh, five foot step closer to you as it... Uh... Actually, I didn't look that up, but I'm just going to play it that way. That uh, it can do that? <laughs> well, they have a speed of five feet, so I think they can still five foot step, but I'm not 100% sure. I think that's true. I for, think you... for my own ease of not wanting to waste time, I'm just going to say they can. Yeah, I think you can. So he's going to five foot step up, and he's going to take two slams against you. You are no longer flat footed. No longer flat-footed. That's only going to be a 13. Misses. And a 19. Hits. Okay. You take another... Ooh, max seven points of damage. Ooh, darn. And you're already bleeding, so that doesn't do anything different. Doesn't stack, yeah. Now for the other two, uh, there's going to be two slams against Volus. No. That's 10... Ooh, ooh, 21. That one hits. Dang it. And it, it does... Let me see what their stats are. It does four points of damage, and now Volus is bleeding. Ah, Volus. He's the only one who whose health... He rolled bad on his health, or what's up with that? He's down uh, right. Animal companions don't get more health at this level. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And then two slams on Oren, and there's almost no chance that they hit. <laughs> it says 16. The mighty dwarf. So they, they both wrap around your armor and shield, and you're able to just... You don't even feel the thorns, because they can't pierce your metal <laughs> armor. The strength of Torag protects you. Maybe a couple of them wrap around your arm, but your iron hide uh, natural armor prevents them from piercing your skin. And it is now Theros' turn again. This is now a full round. Uh, you can finish your spell as a standard action. What were you going to summon? A giant centipede. <laughs> what a fun choice. A giant centipede. Do I have one of those? What's his name? Uh, I didn't think of... His one. name's Legs. He didn't name him. That's his name. Legs. I I like it. Legs. That's canonical now. His name's Legs. Oh. Oh. I do. Well, that's what everybody calls him. Everybody calls him Legs, but his real name is something else, and we've just forgotten it because it's in, like, some insectoid tongue that we don't know. (laughs) What what square do you summon him in? You can summon him pretty much... You can basically summon him anywhere within sight, honestly, but... Uh, see, flanking with Volus. Okay. So as your standard action, you summon him, and he can immediately take an attack. 
I believe that is how the spell works, is that they, as soon as they're summoned, they can take an attack or, or an action. Yeah, um, let's see, I'm pulling up the stats for it. So, looks like it, it has a melee bite attack, which is 1d6 yes. minus 1. Yes, so it would be a, so you would roll a d20 plus 2, but because he's flanking, it's a plus 4. So d20 plus 4. Okay. Okay, and a 12 just hits. Oh, they got low AC. That's good to know. So you can roll your 1d6 minus 1 damage. Okay. Negligible. Okay, and I guess technically it does poison. I don't know if plants are immune to poison. I bet no. you I bet you the plant traits say that they are. No, there's no way that would be in there. <laughs> I figured it probably wouldn't be. There it weren't any. to paralysis, poison, yeah, blah, blah, blah. okay. Yeah. So the poison doesn't go through. That's yeah, there it does poison. take one point of damage. That is your standard action. You can move, and then Volus still has his full turn. Um then uh Yeah, I guess I'll move five foot step there and Volus will attack this one with all three attacks okay three attacks and he's flanking so we'll add two to the rolls that'll hit that'll hit that'll with flanking just hit what wow. nice so that is a total of one two three four one two three four one two three four five that is a lot of damage, and it collapses. Yeah. <laughs> I finally did something useful in combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Damage. Uh, before we end your turn, just make sure that Volus takes one point of bleed damage. I almost forgot about yeah. that, if you mm-hmm. didn't already do that. I'm doing it now. And next up, it is Oren's turn. Oren, you have been uh, attacked several times by these vines. Uh, but they have uh, thus far not been able to really affect you. Oh, Orn's bleeding. <laughs> if you guys are wondering what I'm doing, I'm covering my camera because my child refuses to put a shirt on. And she <laughs> needed to walk by, and I was like, okay, let me cover my camera. <laughs> Sounds about right. Just <laughs> to wear clothes. Um, so I will five foot step up here. Okay. And... Give him the old razzle-dazzle. Let's see. Hang on. Sorry. Loading. There we go. I'm going to swing the masterwork light mace. Ooh, nice. Ooh, yeah. That will hit for seven points of damage. Ouch. Just remember, Jason, you were the one that was like, hey, you should probably switch to that masterwork light mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, having a bonus to hit is real nice. Right. Okay, that is Oren's turn. Nayari, what you gonna do? When they come for you, the Well, this is probably like really stupid, but I like the flavor of it, so we'll do. Yeah, it. do something stupid. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna run. Who says you have to make the most optimized choice every turn? So, like, I probably can't get any further in here, correct? Because it's um, bushes. It would be difficult terrain. 
But you but could I get mean, there. You, you could, but it would be difficult terrain. Does difficult terrain do anything to your dexterity? No. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, never mind. I don't want to do that. I think this guy can attack me if he Yeah, I'm, a, he I'm about to do an attack of opportunity. opportunity that is only a 14 to hit. That does not hit. I have pulled a flask from the haversack while I was moving. Is that a standard action or a move action? Or is that part of my move action? Uh, from the handy haversack, it's part of your move action. Okay. Because handy haversacks are cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to throw a flask of defoliant at it. Oh, mm. goodness. At this one? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't really know how often we'll be fighting plant creatures, so... Might as well. Why not? Okay. Did you find That's a really fun choice. That's a really fun choice. Can use it as a splash weapon against plant creatures. A direct hit uh, deals 1d6 points of damage, 1 strength damage, 1 con damage. But otherwise, if it misses, okay. it can do splash, but only 1 point. Okay, yeah. Uh, go ahead and throw that at the creature. Okay, so... If you roll a critical one, you accidentally throw the growth, <laughs> the growth potion I think that instead. Misses. Uh, this is no. a touch attack. It oh, is it? A, yeah. oh. And its touch AC is the same as its normal AC, and you're not flanking, so it does miss. Yeah. Um, it's so AC, I, its touch AC is 12. I f yeah, so it goes in a square. I roll a d8 or something. Yeah, yeah go ahead and roll a d8. And it one starts... will be here, and then going clockwise, two, three, okay. four, five. Yo. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. I'm, I'm throwing it at this one. Oh. Okay. One, two, three, and, and so well on. that uh, orange really a plant. Oh, so it goes right here. Most unfortunate spot. I really didn't want all to of the right berries there. are gone. I dead. That's why I went after this one, so I wouldn't destroy the plants. No provision points for you. Um, uh, it does still take one point of damage from the splash. Do you want me to roll hit points for the bush? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> the bush takes one strength and one con damage. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, it wasn't Nayari's as cool turn. as I was hoping it would be, but... No, it was a very creative idea. I wasn't expecting it. You should have given me a plus two in my roll for being creative. Uh, yeah, actually, that one's AC is higher anyways, so it would oh, definitely hit that one. It missed that one. You should have given um, me a plus whatever was the difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> Iden, it is your turn. So the best thing to do would be to just take this guy out, right? But Niari has inspired me not to do the best thing. And <laughs> <laughs> the queen of not doing the best thing. Can I five foot step into this? Is this a tree or a bush that I can't five foot It is step difficult into? terrain. You cannot five foot step into difficult terrain. Boo! Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Let's see what kind of cover this guy would have. This guy would have... Oh, I could shoot him. Cool. Okay, so I could actually shoot both of them. Okay, we will live life assured, and we'll rapid shot, and I will provoke an attack of opportunity. Yes, you will, and uh, I will take that. Yes, and I'm going to. Yeah, I don't know if that hits. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a nineteen. Your AC is not that high. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get that off first? Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah. 
that you'll take another seven points of damage. Yeah, that was really a, that was really, a bad, really good for damage on that guy. Really a bad choice for sure. For, for I should have just moved in with the great sword. I know, but you know, uh, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Are you rapid shotting? Yep, gonna start okay. on this one. If I can bring them down, I'll finish on that one. Hopefully, okay. Take and your attacks. I am going to save the um, masterwork arrow, the plus one arrows. I think I'll have been able to infer from how easy they were to hit that I can do that. So I'm going to go ahead and take okay. two attacks. It does not have combat reflexes, so it doesn't get an additional hit against you. Oh, very nice. So first one. Okay. Against Oops. this one. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. The first one does not kill it, but the second one does. Yeah, so he'll be done. That's too bad. I really wanted to get them both. If that had been switched, it would have been more helpful, I bet. And it is the last Bramble Ash's turn. Come it's at me, It's going to five foot step out of the bushes. Uh, so you can see this whole mass of vines wrangling and wriggling and coalescing into this creature uh, as it swings two more vines out at you, Orin. Jason, just real quick, I did find that if your speed is five feet, you can't take a five-foot step. But okay. yeah. it's your call if you want to... Well, he rolled a 15 and really. a 5, so they both miss anyways. Well, he gets so, provoked now is the thing. Well, I mean, it, it's not. it's really not going to matter. Okay. He can stay there fine. Uh, <laughs> Jason's like, stop ruining my fun. The only reason I five foot step I five foot stepped out is so I could describe him. So no. uh, okay. that is his turn. Theros, it is your turn. Have uh, have Volus take one point of bleed. Oh, Iden, did you take one point of bleed? I did. You can see okay. I'm at Holy six, not seven. Hit points, Iden. I didn't realize you were that far down. Well, yeah. Um Ouch. all right, so Theros is going to. Can I? You now have three things to to move on your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> he's going to run over here. And, okay, that uh, will provoke an attack of opportunity, getting within reach. Yeah. Well. This is Ooh. how things go. Natural twenty. <laughs> sure, it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. All right. Oh, forget. Forget. Natural what I eighteen to confirm. No! Forget what I said earlier about taking the least optimized choice. From here on out, you're playing with hardcore, Josh. (laughs) That is is six points of damage. Taking the gloves off. I love how on a critical hit, that one deals less damage than the other one was doing (laughs) on a normal hit. Right. So that is six points of damage, and you now have bleed two. Curses. This isn't 2e. There's no bleed 2. No, but he'll take two points of bleed every consecutive round. And also, 1d4 th- uh, thorns break off in your flesh. Only yeah. one thorn. So you have a single thorn in your body. It is a move action to take it out. Uh, an ally adjacent to you can also use a move action to pull it out. While it is in your flesh, you take a minus 2 penalty on attack and damage. Okay. I'm going to build your movement to get up there. And I'm just going to uh, swing my scimitar at it. Okay. Roll Get that crit. Back. Get that crit. Okay. Good. 12 will just hit. Ooh, and two only points two. of damage. Because I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> got this oh, thorn no, in my cell. You take a minus two to attack, so it, it, uh, it misses. Mind. 
It Actually, it. even if it did hit, you take a minus two to damage, so it would have done zero damage. <laughs> Wait, why is that? Lay it on thick damn. The thorn gives a minus two penalty on attack and damage. Oh, so man. if you have multiple thorns, does it stack? No. Oh, I mean, that just, could get really it takes, bad. It takes additional move actions to get rid of them. I see, okay. Okay, that is Theros. Now we have Volus and the centipede left. Okay, mm-hmm. he moves up. It does not have combat reflexes, so no attack of opportunity on that one. All right, come on, Bear. You got this. All three attacks. Get one attack. Yeah, one attack, MVP. anyway. Yeah. A bite that will hit. It is still up, though. It is looking incredibly rough. It's practically falling apart. That centipede. What's a centipede's movement? I'm eating a it salad for dinner feet tonight. Movement. <laughs> 30 mm-hmm. feet? 40 feet, I believe I, I saw there. Yes. Oh, so it's, it's golden. It can, it's so good. Come on, legs. Oh, I can't move it, so you'll have to do that. Yeah, whatever. It can, it can get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, then there. Let's that's, that's do it. It's yeah, flanking whatever. either way. So it gets one attack. Again, it's a, a d20 plus four because it's flanking. Roll yeah, like, yeah, whatever. d20 plus four. <laughs> that'll that'll <laughs> just hit. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your d6 minus one. Kill him, centipede! Come on! Are you oh, kidding me? No. <laughs> it, uh, it takes one point of non-lethal damage. <laughs> which doesn't do anything. Oh, man. Does this it, is as good as my it, defoliant. Does it bring it down to negative one at all? No, because it had two hit points, so one non-lethal does nothing. Oh, no. And Orin, it is your turn. (laughs) Once again, Volus, the only one doing anything useful. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I love it. Get him, dwarf. Dwarf should finish. I didn't know why I kept talking. I should have (laughs) just... That must have been a two. Oh, a three. Okay. Yeah, so unfortunately, that, uh, that misses... Oh. And uh, next up, it's Nayari. Oh, jeez. Can Nayari hit a 12? <laughs> I wouldn't have a... Throw another flask. I don't I have don't... any more. Oh, don't that's too bad. That. I think Theros has one. Not saying that you should use that. I just think we had two, and I think one was on your person. I never you should use known. that stump remover on it. That's <laughs> what I thought earlier. <laughs> you, you do still have the stump remover. Yeah, we do. Um, okay, I'll, I'll just... I'll just... Okay. Vanilla hit it with my battle axe. Yep, there you go. Don't feel bad. Barely, barely hit it with my battle axe. And you axe. slash it in twain, and it falls. Very oh, nice, good. everyone. What it a turns good out it's like a hydra, there. so it comes back twofold. <laughs> the, okay, <laughs> come on, Jason. You said we were supposed to be scared this session. I'm not scared. Hey, Josh, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth right now. <laughs> okay, I so. we're like hey, an hour in. Shut up. I wouldn't even say that that. Was was that easy, guys? I think that was easy. Aiden, on your turn, take another point of bleed damage. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware of what's We're going to stay in initiative order until you guys heal. Yeah. Um, Just remember, so... the might fight was easy, and then we fought a white. <laughs> so. Truth. So, Aiden, what are you going to do on your turn? Are you going to do a heal check, or are you going to wait for the others to heal you? Um, A heal check is a standard action, right? Uh, yes, DC 15 to stop the bleed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how far can I make it? I'll start moving towards them and then, you know, attempt to heal check on myself. 
Okay. In the meantime, just kind of like you know, he starts patching himself up, like cleaning, cleaning whatever you know, you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's typical it's like whatever. Yeah. Okay, you are not able to heal uh, the bleed on your own. Next up, it is Theros and Volus. Theros takes two points of bleed, and Volus takes one point of bleed. Yeah. And you can either roll a heal check on somebody who is bleeding to to stop the bleeding, or if you do any amount of magical healing, uh, they'll immediately stop bleeding as well. I'm going to do a heal check on Aiden, because he's looking pretty rough. Okay, roll a heal check. 13 is not enough to stop the bleed. DC 15, I believe, to stop bleed. I have 9 in heal. I tear my rolls are bad. Next up, it is Oren, uh, Oren, do you have any channels left? I do. I have all okay. three. I haven't used any. Okay. Well, that would immediately end the bleed if you so, were to do that. Because of the level thing, am I a two d six or am I a one d six right now? Uh, for the purposes of this combat, I'll say one. But like immediately oh. after this combat and henceforth, we'll say two. I actually okay. think it's two d six though. His uses just goes down, right? Or is he counted as one one hit dice less for the? His, yeah, it's one hit dice less. His uses aren't based on hit dice, right? Because it's for the class level you're considered yes. one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. So everybody heals five, and I'll take this bleed condition off of everybody. Okay. <clears throat> Let me just space you out here so I can see what everybody's looking like. We've got okay. You guys aren't looking too bad. Stop. Stop been, it right now. I've been better. <laughs> I've been better. So as you guys uh, fell the last of these bramble lashes, uh, you're looking and uh, you're looking around. You don't see any other movement. Uh, it looks like it was probably just these these creatures um, that were kind of guarding these uh, berries uh, that Kining spotted. And uh, if you take some time, you can uh, you can gather from this bush a total of five provision points worth of berries that you can take back to camp. Literally, not even worth it. Not. They're probably going to give us diarrhea anyway. So. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you could have gotten more if you didn't kill all of them with defoliants. Oh, man. I tried I, not to, and you, you know. I'm sorry, Sarah. It's not my fault. You, I'm you trying to be just... creative. You would be surprised, though. At the rate that you guys lose provision points, five is like a full day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you could have you just uh, hit it. <laughs> I was going to say, we've been, what, negative three for the last, like, four days? Yeah. yeah. Like that, so. yeah I will but, say... But, like, Jason, though, five is nothing if you just think that we could hunt alone, get more than enough provision points for ourselves, and... By the like by the raw, get plenty of provision. Yeah, but this is a task that you did without a full day's worth of time left. Right. So it's right. Yeah. Right. I understand that. Not, uh, and I will say yeah. I didn't reduce it at all because of the defoliant. It's it's it would have been five anyways. You no, can blame I the, Kining for. I thought the defoliant was very Kining creative. ate so many berries. She <laughs> lied about that too. Kining actually put those creatures here so that when <laughs> right. we came back, this <laughs> this <laughs> half uh, is uh, a lot sparser than this half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. 
No ways of Napoleon creative, but I do think it actually might be good to keep in the back of my mind because I have suspicions that this will not be the only plant-based creature that we fight. It is normally not something you encounter a whole lot, but in the Iron Fang, uh, Iron, yeah, Iron Fang? Fangwood. Fangwood. In the Fangwood. (laughs) Iron Fangwood. (laughs) I think that you'll run into them a lot more often. Everybody roll a perception check. Yes, sir. Storm is upon us. You know, it'd be funny if somebody out of spite was just like, "No, you can't. Don't play my character." I'm looking at the ground right now. I'm not <laughs> actually paying attention. I wouldn't do that. Okay, though. everybody except Nayari. You guys are uh, kind of paying attention to the uh, the atmosphere here, and you do feel the wind starting to pick up quite a bit now. It's I cannot it's feel the wind up. at all. Well, you feel it. It's just you're not paying attention to it. Um, but uh, the three of you definitely feel the wind starting to pick up quite a bit. And you think that there's probably uh, 10 minutes to half an hour before the, the storm really starts to hit. So you guys can start making your way back uh, and try to find a place to rest within that time. Or you can uh, you can risk trying to push through the storm. Uh, it's up to you guys. But you think you've got like an 10 to 10 to 20 minutes maybe. Uh, the, the storm, it's almost here. Uh, we should decide what we want to do. And he'll look to the rest of the group, obviously. Where are we? We're here. You are, yes, you are right down here. You had four hexes left of movement, but uh, you don't know how much the storm will impede your movement heading back. You, we think we can make one more hex before the storm starts, or no? Uh, the storm will start as you're moving into the next hex. I mean, we should definitely explore these four hexes naturally. I, I don't know about that. Um, hey. I don't know, guys. What do you What do you think? Do we look where we Part are? Part of me would be shelter? bothered just leaving these here. But that's me, not Pharos. Just well, just yeah, listen. that's really bugging me. Really, it bad. doesn't it doesn't bug me at all. I say, oh, we just need to figure out if we're gonna hunker down where we're at. Because you said we were starting to notice more and more dens as we were coming this way, right? Yeah. So you you think that? I mean, you have the impression that it doesn't really matter whether you stay here or look on the way back. Uh, you just need to find. At this point, you think probably your best bet is trying to find a large animal den somewhere. Yeah, we should do that. So there's there's, the no, there's there's no penalty to trying to look for it on your way back. Hmm. Okay. Except that the storm will start. The storm will start whether you're staying here or moving back. That there's no difference there. Gotcha. I think we should start heading back and look along the way. Yeah, make as much ground as you can. I agree. Maybe we'll get lucky and we'll be able to make it back before the storm hits. Yep, so we'll go there. Okay. As you guys move into the next mile, I'll just describe. So the sky grows dark unnaturally early as thick black clouds blanket the sky, flickering with lightning and thunder. The wind picks up quickly and strengthens to a gale that bends the forest. Branches crack and fall from their trees. The rain begins, icy cold and stinging, slow at first, but soon driving into the earth in a pounding rhythm. It is pitch black. Not only is the canopy impeding light, but there isn't even the slightest bit of light from this dark, cloudy sky. 
And as you move back, it severely inhibits your sight. Not only that, but visibility during this storm is reduced by three quarters, imposing a minus eight penalty on perception checks. Range weapons cannot be used in the storm. Unprotected flames are automatically extinguished. Protected flames have a 75% chance of being extinguished. Medium or larger creatures must succeed at a DC 10 strength check to move against the wind. Everybody roll me a strength check. That wasn't something we could take 10 on. No. The conditions here, I'm going to say, are distracting enough that taking 10 will not be effective. All but one of you succeed, which means rather than... They have the second highest strength and right. <laughs> just worth nothing. I am not the we weakest. We just push on. <laughs> As you guys are going, since most of you succeeded, this will not take four squares of movement to move one. It'll only take or t it'll only take two hexes of movement. So out of the four, you spent two to get to this tile. Um, and uh, you can all roll a... Uh, no, not yet. You can make it one more hex before we have to start rolling survival to find dens. Well, we're looking as we're going. Yeah, yeah. I'm ruling that uh, you're look like the survival check that we'll do next hex will encompass both movement, but you wouldn't find a den in this hex. Okay. Said so roll survival. We'll... Uh, yeah. So as we move to the next hex, roll a survival check. Hmm, not great. Oh, yeah. Oh, who was aiding who and whatever? I'm I was having a terrible I... night. <laughs> can't yeah. for anything. So... I was assuming they were aiding me, so that's a 24. Okay. Um, okay, so you are going to be able to find a den, but before that happens... An, about an, no. About an hour passes <laughs> as this storm hits, and it grows and grows. It can, it somehow gets worse and worse and worse as time goes on. By the start of the second hour, I need each of you to roll a D100. D100. I don't know what that is. Oh, Sarah, that's probably okay. Mm-hmm. Justin's probably okay. Andrew and I are in danger. Okay. So for the first 10 minutes of the second hour, you guys are fine. Do it one more time, and then after this percentile roll is when you guys will find that den. Oh yeah! I would just like to point out that both of my rolls in Delta Green would have, would have either been critical successes or critical failures. Yeah. During the second hour of the storm, each member of the group has a ten percent chance every ten minutes of being oh. struck by blown debris or falling tree branches. Oh. Aiden, as you guys are continuing forward. A massive tree branch breaks from one of the nearby trees and falls upon you. Roll me a reflex save. It's not against a flat-footed AC. It's just a reflex. It's just a reflex save. This is not a, a hit roll. It's oh my Ooh, goodness! Yeah, <laughs> smooth recovery. 
So with uh, that reflex save, you're able to duck out of the way just in time, avoiding being hit by this branch, which would have dealt seven points of damage to you. But instead, you take no damage because you duck out of the way. But as soon as that comes, I'm sure he's like shouting and fighting against winds. Like, we need to find shelter. And you guys continue forward another minute or two, and you guys spot with that survival check, you spot a a very large uh, ancient oak that uh, seems to have a a large den dug into it. do you guys approach the den, or, or what do you Yeah, do? he points okay. and says, well, oh, yeah. we gotta go there. Just, we don't have time to debate. Iden's like, we will go through the mines! <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys approach this den, and uh, as you guys walk in, you see that it's actually a very spacious uh, den here. It looks like whatever creature dug this has been digging it for a while. Uh, and as you step inside, everybody roll... Actually, everybody with dark vision roll perception. That's me. That's just me, yes. isn't it? I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Just, just Oren. Okay. Oren, as uh, as you guys are stepping into this den, uh, there's a lot of noise going on, and none of you can hear anything. But Oren can see in this den there is a creature, a very large creature, and it starts growling at you. You can't hear it. But the uh, but Oren sees it snarling in your direction. What do you do? What is it? Oh, sorry, it's not me. <laughs> Oren, if you if you have knowledge nature, Oren, you can roll it. I do not. I have knowledge religion. Is it a religious creature? <laughs> no. Uh, I will say you can attempt it untrained. Uh, I'll wow. say it's a DC ten, so you can attempt it untrained, but you have to hit a ten or higher. Okay, so is that just roll a d20? Uh, It's whatever whatever your your, uh, modifier is still, which might be a minus. Might be a zero, might be a minus one. Might be a plus one, who knows. Just because I don't have that on my skills list. Yeah, Uh, one second, let me just look. So what is your intelligence? Your intelligence is zero, so... This is just a d20 roll. Yes, a d20. Straight d20. 50% chance you know what this is. 50% chance. I like it. You I don't, don't like it. <laughs> you're not. You're not 100% sure what this is. It looks like a creature you're familiar with, but it's too big to be that creature, so you're kind of thrown off. Okay, so I just shout back to the group. Hopefully, over this gale force winds, like there's something in the tree, and just shout that out to them. All right, I think I actually have one more. Nope, don't have a sunrod left. Curses of Strahd. Um, I do have a hooded lantern, however, so as we're coming in and it's starting to you know, be inside in less wind and water and whatever else, I'll go ahead and light my hooded lantern. I'm not sure if I have oil for it, but I think we have some in the party inventory, so I'm going to say I have oil for it. I do have oil for it. Yes, one oil. Okay, go ahead and mark off the oil, and you can have a hooded lantern as you step into this den. I will say it reduces the chance of being extinguished to, like, 15%. Okay. Roll You're fine. You're fine. Okay. So uh, you have a hooded, hooded lantern there, and it lights up this uh, this cavern. So now everybody who can, they can attempt a knowledge nature check to identify this creature. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. Uh, we wow. hit the DC, but dang, oh, dang, oh, dang, oh, dang, do we not learn a whole lot about it? Thank you, Theros. Thank okay. you. 
one of you met the DC. No way, you said DC 10. Uh, I said that to identify the creature right. as what it was. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we all know what it was, but none of us yes. hit high enough to learn information about it. Correct. Correct. Uh, one of you met the DC to learn uh, a couple things about it. You recognize that this is a dire wolverine. That doesn't sound And uh, you can learn... Well, I'll just, just move you over here. Whoops, whoops. I'm using my keyboard, not my laptop keyboard. So that didn't do anything. Uh, I will reveal this. Real map. quick, we should figure out, did we expend any additional healing apart from the channel as we were walking or no? We should cover that before we jump into combat. I can't remember. We just had the channels, right? Uh, you had the one channel, I think. Uh, you could have expended others, though, if you wanted to, because you were wounded. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's not me who does the healing. So Yeah, I'll do one. Okay. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. You can all move yourself onto the map. You should have whatever HP you had before, and then we can add whatever... Yeah, I was a little bit. I'm sitting at 10 here, and one of that 7 came at me. I was like, oh man, I could have gone down. That would have been really bad. <laughs> I ain't ashamed to ask for heals. There you boy. There, you boy. there we go. There now you we go. Talking. Nice. You feel better? I feel great. Thank you. Thank you. That's what that new third level channels feel like. Mm. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. Oh. Um, so uh, Orange probably in the front with the eyes. I'm probably close to him. Uh, where where do you want us? Like this is the tree we're going into, or yeah. So basically, this map gives you like a top down perspective. Uh, but you're going into this tree, so just we'll, we will basically be acting as though you have uh, the ability to move around. Right. Well, we can just pretend that we're getting into the entrance here. Yeah. And I think Theros... Well, Theros can be wherever he wants, but... And Nuyari can be wherever she wants, but... So, yeah, I'd say you guys are about 15 feet away from the creature, so just position yourselves 15 feet away and you'll be fine. Like that? 15 between us or 15 like that? Uh, between you, so once, yeah. one step back. Okay. And maybe just for the ease of like movability i'm assuming the den's a bit bigger maybe we shift everything down a square or you like it where it is uh yeah sure you can shift everything down that's fine i just yeah. moved him back a bit because you guys had put, placed yourselves up there well i wasn't exactly sure on this map how you like how big you wanted the den to be and, and all that so yeah you can go ahead and oh, move him yes yeah, so we'll put him right there doesn't look right. like hugh jackman great <laughs> okay so dire hugh jackman you guys see ah. this this creature here He's got this, the sideburns. <laughs> he actually does. This dire wolverine. Is everybody healed up on their characters? Is this correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you guys see this creature. What do you do? Um, it is scrolling at you and taking a defensive stance, but it is not yet attacking. I would say you we have still... invaded its home, though. Um, Can I attach uh, wild empathy? Yeah, Aiden will, will call okay. out if, if Theros has any more druid tricks uh, up his sleeve kind of thing. And 
I can attempt a wild empathy as well. So, do you want us to roll that separate or as an aid? Up to you. I'll um I'll roll to aid Theros. I think it's a one d twenty plus my charisma modifier, which is zero. So I think it's twenty plus your level plus your charisma modifier, but I could be wrong about that. It is just your level. Maybe oh, yeah. charisma a druid, modifier druid level and charisma modifier. You're right. You're yes. yes. So mine is a d20 plus two. So I'll just roll that in chat. Uh, I'm still a negative level. Uh, No, not anymore. I'd say that at this point, just about at this point, is when the negative levels are gone. So don't worry about taking negs on your attack or damage rolls for this. So one d20 plus three. Three if your charisma is zero. That's terrible. Oh, man. I just want to say it would have been real good if you had rolled separately. Yeah, well, we... <sighs> rolling separately would have just like Sarah changed... Now. <laughs> would have just changed this whole experience. Well, well... Uh, He's going to try this? to wiggle his way out now. Yeah, I am. There, mm, mm, mm. He's like, oh, I, I, wild empathy. No. So you could aid on it. Mm. No, no, no. I'm not gonna I'd do be, any of that. It'd be funny. I wouldn't even let you. Uh, um. No, I think I'm debating if Aiden would know something, but I don't know if he would know it. Let me roll percentile die. We'll say he's a fifty percent chance of knowing it. What What are you asking if Aiden would know? Uh, if Theros has an extra charm animal left, I think he does. Oh. I think I think he does have uh. a calm or a charm. So I was oh. going to have him say something. Um, but I could be wrong. But I think you have one left. Uh, I don't know. I think I might have used them all up. Let me look. I'm pretty sure I don't have any left. <laughs> You might have used it in the last Lynx fight. That's fair. That yeah, I think we happened. had two overall, and yeah, I, I used it in the last Lynx fight and just didn't get cleared from the inventory. Okay. Okay, well, unfortunately, with uh, the rolls and the way that you decided to do the rolls, the DC 20 Wild Empathy check is not succeeded. Wow, that was, uh, that was not really going to happen generally, though, anyway. Wow. Offering fresh raw meat would have given you a plus four bonus. Oh, we didn't think to do that. Do nope. we have any fresh what about raw meat? freshly picked berries? I don't think that has the same effect. And it does say spells like Charm Animal would have helped. Yeah, but unfortunately, as you guys, uh, I, I kind of imagine it where like Theros and Iden take like a, a half step forward, put their hands out to try to calm it down. It's and just as, soon, threat, as, as yeah. soon as they do that, it, it interprets that as, an, as a threat and it, uh, it goes to attack. Everybody roll initiative. Initiative. Hmm. I'm sorry, but we have to put him down. But just think, this is arguably better. Do you want to know why it's arguably better? Unfortunately, it's not edible. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a I'm lie. gonna need some proof on that. Yeah, I, is, when when we are starving, that it is very sickened. Uh, it, it's, it's basically rotting. So, so easy to kill then. Oh, so it's, uh, it's undead. Okay, cool. 
I can add undead traits nope, to this thing. Nope, we don't we do need more drain energy. Food no. and drink, you know. Purify food and drink is going to come exactly. in. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Aiden, you're up first. Uh, but it hasn't actually hit us yet. It has not technically yet charged, no. Charged! Meh, you just showed your hand there. But seeing that he... Mm, yeah, seeing that he has kind of come to maybe hurt us. That would be bad. He's going to take a five-foot step over and ready in action. No, he's just going to stay where he is, and I will ready in action to hit if he does, in fact, charge towards us, and I'll draw out my greatsword. Okay. Nayara, you're up next. Mm, I will... Delay. Okay. Theros and Volus. Well, we all get to act. This poor guy rolled solo. Hmm. Oh, oh my goodness. It has a plus one. seven to initiative. It rolled a natural one. You could you could uh, do something, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I didn't realize that it had rolled a natural one for initiative. That sucks. <laughs> Thanks. It uh, sucks, except that we're all good people and gonna let you act first anyway. So you can. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, I'm half inclined to charge right in because obviously I, I assume he's shown signs of aggression, but we aren't really looking for a fight if we can avoid it. That's fair too. Really, this will be the second creature that we have now killed because we need its shelter. <laughs> just, just say oh, no. <laughs> well, it's yeah. a dog eats dog world. You Never said that the white is evil, right? They're inherently evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one wasn't really a choice. This was just. You gotta tell yourself, man. Eris <laughs> will take a five foot step back and cast magic fang on Volus. Well, you know, I'm not a vegan, so. On on Orin. Yeah, magic fang. <laughs> oh, what's going on? <laughs> magic fang does have a range of touch, so if you wanted to cast oh, that, okay. you could do it before the five foot yeah, step no. or five foot step to there. Yeah. 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 No, you can five foot step here still. You just have to cast it first. Is all. All right. I'll 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 say I did that. Yep. Okay. So you cast it, then five foot step back. Uh, is Volus doing anything? Um, Volus. I guess uh, go here and full defense. Okay. Yep. Total defense. Total defense. That 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 thing. It is now its turn. I'm gonna go. Oh, okay. So you're going after Theros. Yes. I will change. Yep. That. So I was waiting to see what the druid was gonna do. If there's any other tricks up his sleeve, and I wish. it appears he's preparing for a fight. So. I will run away. Forgive Quick question. Yes. Oh, sorry, Sarah. I don't mean to interrupt. Is, it, is no, he really no. like that big? Yes. Legitimately, large he's that big. He's he's a dire. What was it now? Yep. A dire wolverine. He takes up a ten foot space. 
10 foot space. And he, if I'm That's not mistaken, is not a magical beast as well. It is an animal. Yeah, that's what I thought. I knew that was the case. I just, you know. This could end really badly. Okay. I, forgive me for this, Oren. I'm going to move here in total defense. Oh my gosh. Did it just say 19.9 feet? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's got a point one <laughs> and a point nine sometimes. I don't know why. Yeah, like, now it's fine. But she, that just, first move, even on the inch. other map, it was like that too. Okay, so yeah. uh, Nayari walked nineteen point nine feet. And then <laughs> oh, defenses oh in front of Oh no, Orin's uh, toe is Oren. exposed now. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nayari! It will uh, charge forward. Oh my gosh! It doesn't and, happen to be part of the giant subtype, right? It's just large. Uh, no, it is just large. It is not a giant subtype now. It is a, lar- a neutral large animal. <laughs> and it is going to make one claw attack against Nayari. Oh, Nayari. No. charging bonus. Not only do you throw yourself in danger, but no. Right, I right, rolled very me. low, and that is a miss. Oren, it is your turn. He can five foot step still. Yeah. I feel bad now, though. I'm like, oh, Nari protected me. I should probably just stay here. <laughs> um, I'm just looking. Give me a second. Fire belly. <laughs> Fire belly. And I shoot it right into the back. Of- <laughs> You set the tree on fire in the inside. <laughs> yeah, I burned out really the structure. Dry kindling inside. It <laughs> destroys the shelter. <laughs> that would be terrible. It's like me destroying the berries. It's like nothing we do ever works. Ever works out. Yeah. Well, I don't want to block Aiden. So... It's alright, dude. Do whatever. Are, there, are you still injured? How did you get injured? I I didn't heal up all the way. Oh, that's right. And I can tr- oh no, a tree didn't hit you. I forgot. Yeah, I can five foot step the other way. So yeah, you're yeah. fine. You can get in there. It's there. Just, I, I just lose my ready to action is all. And then we'll try the old light mace. Okay, uh, 14. <laughs> because it charged, that just hits. Oh, Okay. Well, we know what and this will with. be interesting. Oh, is it about to get mad? As you hit it, it yells out in a rage. It roars at you. Oh boy! And let me just add some stuff to its stats real quick. Oh, oh no! Just, just some basic stuff that I'm adding to certain ability scores. It might look familiar. It may look familiar to everyone. What? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. At least his oh, AC yeah. goes down. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's oh, the least raging like, like Nayari is. Yeah, they have rage. Uh, okay. I oh, think boy. that has been applied now. Oh, man, this is going to be good. Okay, that is Oren's turn. Next up, it is Aiden. No. I had already. Oh, is it back all the way through? Yeah, it's, now? it's back to you. That's the first round. <sighs> Five foot step, whack at it, obviously. Okay. 
Roll an attack. Let's kill it fast. Oh! Okay, that is a confirmed critical hit. Yeah, that that is. That's nice. It is. That means we've already put 31 points of damage into yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, that's a ton of damage to it, but it is still up. How has Josh rolled like three natural 20s and I've rolled right? like three natural ones? <laughs> I think his dice are weighted. <laughs> yes, my electronic dice. Actually, I pay roll 20. <laughs> well, I pay roll 20 is what I do. $10 a month. That checks out. Yeah. Okay, Theros and Volus, you're up. Come on, really not that bad if you think about it. Like, you get, you get four natural 20s per month. So does it look try. damaged? Oh, yeah, it's, it's taken quite a beating. Okay. It just has an absurd amount of health. Yeah, oh, that's okay. The, yeah, 20, 30, 25 is no joke, even even if it's pretty low on my normal I, damage output. I have a question, Jason. Um, yes? If Theros were to cast Flare, would that affect a teammate's, or could I, like, warn them ahead of time that it's going to happen so they don't get dazzled? Flare? If it's an AoE, it affects us. Okay. You trying to flash you, thing? You cause it to burst in front of a flash single bang. creature, so it's only the flash. one creature. Yeah. So it's okay. it's a yeah. So I could yeah, yeah. Ten, potentially just try to uh, yep. dazzle. Yep. I think the... it's a fortitude save though. Yep. Okay. Um. Then... That is a twenty-four fortitude save. I think he was still debating if he was going to do that. Yeah, I just rolled it in case he wanted to go for it. <laughs> um, is that a wait? Did you already rolled for it, meaning that wouldn't have been successful, or are you joking? No, you can you can do whatever you want. You don't have to cast it. Okay. Um. Then I guess. Uh, gee kind of out of options as far as spells go. Is Flare a cantrip? Yes. Yeah. It is. Nope. Because I know there's a higher level version that is an area of effect. Glitter, dust also is no. Flare. Flare burst? Yeah. I know it's not the same. I said similar. Yeah, Flare burst is the one that does an area of effect. Mm-hmm. I guess that... There's not really anything else Theros can do except try to uh, attack it. Okay. There, I guess. That going to provoke an attack of opportunity, though? Uh, no, you could not... get there in such a way that it would not, no. Okay. It does not have reach. You'll right. go like this. And I guess he'll uh, swing the old scimitar dud. Okay. Hope to get super. You nope. Know, yeah, no. That is a miss. Volus will move here. Okay. This is attack of opportunity. Very interesting. Uh, no, no attack of opportunity. Nope. You just five foot step in. You can get your full yeah. round off, actually. Okay. Fifteen points of damage. Yep, they all hit because his AC's down. Okay. Again, <laughs> Volus, the only useful part of my kit <laughs> in combat. Until level two. Summon legs! <laughs> Nayari, it is your turn. This creature's looking pretty rough at this point. It's taking, a, it's taking quite a bit of damage. Oh, what about Magic Fang? 
effects oh, acid too. on the maw. Uh, not that is not what Magic Fang Magic does. Magic Fang does a plus one enhancement bonus on attack and damage rolls. Yep, wow. I can add that. Okay. Three more damage. I'm going to be a bit reckless because I'm half barbarian. That's why. I was say, you, you, you've been uh, you've been a bit more reckless this combat. You know, it's I've, I've been liking this side of it. It's been different. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh, rats! Hold on. Oh, okay, that was fast. Okay, so you can hit me if you can. Uh, I will certainly try. <clears throat> it grabs out with one of its claws. Because leaving and then entering? Provokes? Just leaving. Leaving provokes, yeah. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Yeah, because I also, I also am going into a rage, so I'm assuming that would tick before... Raging is a free action. You can do it at any point. I mean, it's going to hit regardless. You take... Right, I know. I was just letting you know. Eight points of damage. Because also... So, Jason, how how would you rule that if I'm raging? Would you rule that the rage goes into effect first or after? It goes into effect where, whenever you take the free action to rage. Right. Alright, so I would have raged immediately. That okay. would be before or whatever. Okay. So eight points of damage. Okay. And, and I, you move over there. Yep. And then I was drawing my axe and a natural one. Close. That'll hit. It's looking super rough. It's like right on the edge. We'll see if Oren finishes it off or not. With his inflatable it is, hammer. It'll be it very is. nice for Oren to get another one. It is its turn. Uh, I am going to roll a d3. Because three of you have dealt in excess of like 10 damage to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm going to roll a d6. On a 1, it goes after Nayari. On a 2 and a 3, it goes after Volus. And on a five, uh, a 4, 5, and 6, it goes after Aiden. Okay, because I did more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, did I say 1 after Nayari? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's actually good, because it's more likely to hit. Yep. Okay, uh, that's going to be three attacks, two claws, and a bite against Nayari. Yep. Bite so, first. Uh, the two claws are listed first, so I'm going to do those. Oh, that's that's interesting. Normally that's they a 20. Uh, natural two for a 10. Okay, I see 16. Okay, so that's only only two hits. The natural two misses. Okay. So you take on the claw that hit you only seven points of damage, and then on the bite, only eight points of damage. I'm rolling ones and twos for damage here. So, so 15 total? Yes. Okay. And it is going to back away from you guys. No! My beautiful flanking! <laughs> <laughs> and Oren, you're up. It's looking super rough. It's taken a, a huge amount of damage at this point. Five foot step up. Okay. Twenty-one yeah. for five points of damage. 
and it collapses. Very nice. Saddened by this. Easy peasy. Yeah, Nayari will she like clean off her battle axe and she that kind of wipe the blood from her her mouth that was on her hand and walk over and put a hand on it and say I do not like needless deaths, but unfortunately, my friend, this was necessary for us. Um, Aiden will walk up and he'll say, I do not think it was so needless. It is a shame that he is dead. And he'll lean down and says, but I thank you for the provision points that you will provide. <laughs> Unfortunately, with all the cuts that you've done, the meat is, uh, is rendered useless. Oh, that's too bad. You just cut it up too much to be good. Oh, really? Is that the case? Yeah. It's it's uh, a shame. Shame. <laughs> it's a shame that ten foot creature got cut up too bad. Yeah, but no, for real, he does offer like a, a yeah. prayer to a rastal, um for a late thank you and for game and basically a promise not not to let the life be a needless kill. Like we'll make use of the body as best we can, even if it's not provision points. Um, and that's how we'll do it. Okay. So Orin reaches down and kind of slits its belly and tells Theros to get in Star Wars style. <laughs> taunt like taunt up. <laughs> God, it stinks in here. Get in, it'll keep you warm. Theros will utter some druidic like curse word at, at Orin's <laughs> tasteless joke. <laughs> okay, so Real you guys though. are... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you guys are in this den now and... Having found shelter, uh, you guys don't have to make checks uh, every couple minutes to avoid being hit by debris as an hour passes and then another hour passes and we're getting into the night. And uh, it sounds like the the uh, brunt of the storm has passed, but there's it's still going to be there for another couple hours, probably the remnants, um, as you guys most likely have to make camp here. Uh, and we can just, unless you guys have something specific you want to do, we can hand wave, you know, each of you take a watch, nothing, nothing comes at you because of, you know, there's a storm right outside during this night. Mm -hmm. Um, as you wake up the next morning, the storm has completely passed. Uh, there is sunlight outside. And as you step out, you can see that there is like a lot of destruction to the uh, trees in this area. Like there are branches all over the place. Uh, everything is just absolutely like destroyed. Some trees have just been completely blown over. Uh, wow. You guys are out there, and uh, I assume you guys can discuss otherwise, but I assume I'll move you back to the hex map that you are going to start making your way back to camp. Well, real quick, flavor-wise, um, is there anything that we could use off of it as far as like maybe to get some, I don't know, do diabetes don't have blubber but they have fat like is there anything salvageable or is it known to be like too tough of a meat or can we use it to maybe make some improvised weapons like is there something that we can do with it or is it just left to be killed? it is pretty tough meat and this is a wild uh animal that normally isn't used for food but i'll give you a survival check yeah sure just to do something with it you know what i mean just because i think that would be his actual in character choice is like oh it's a shame we had to kill it let's let's try to do something with that kind of idea and that's an assist to yeah to okay I. great okay uh hitting uh, a dc20 i'll say that you guys can uh 
take uh, enough of the furs and whatnot to uh, yeah. be able to craft some uh, either clothing later down the line or use for any other of these things. And you'll get uh, you'll manage to salvage three uh, provision points out of the thing. Okay, great. You are very benevolent. What a good. I bow man. before you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I assume spells and stuff. We have enough time to. Yep, yep. And... you can you can prepare your spells before you head out yep and uh you no longer have to worry about the negative levels or anything everything you, you have your full third level stuff my level plus con as well raised me up to 24 out of 26 and i would have good. used the last one sometime in the night to yep bring everyone all for seven yeah, yeah fantastic oh shoot hold on sorry we're looking, we're, we're looking okay guys i'm not gonna say we're good because so honest question jason Yep. Did that go the way you saw it going? Or did you expect that dire Wolverine to give us a harder time? So I feel like we dispatched that really fast. Yeah, so here's the thing. It's a plus seven initiative. If it had rolled a higher initiative, it would have yeah. been way different because it would have been able to attack you first. You would have been able to get a full round against it, sure, but it wouldn't have been lower AC yet. And then its right. next turn, it would have had a full round action, maybe put one of you down, and then the it would have been a lot different. I don't think it would have been a TPK or anything. But uh, some groups can get to that encounter at level two still, and it can be super Yikes. difficult. Well, a yeah. couple things you have to notice. The three of us, I would say it would have been a more advantage to us, except that we didn't really take advantage of it. We could have hit its flat-footed AC, and we didn't do that. Um, I dropped a ready action. Um, Niari also technically dropped what could have been a combat action by choosing to fight defensively and so did Volus. So all of those could have been early hits in at a lower AC. So yes, we did great, but technically we could have done better. And also technically, if it had gone first, we could have done worse. So we're probably about par for the yeah. course level. It rolled, a, it rolled a natural one on its initiative check, so it wasn't great. Right. So just in general, it was it was pretty much substandard for this level. Yeah. I was expecting maybe one or two people go unconscious, but I wasn't expecting anybody to like die. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's one of the reasons why it's so hard to balance an encounter, Justin. If you're yeah, you've you've been on the other side before. You said as a DM, yeah, and and you never know what way it's going to go. You never know because you can look at something and be like, well, clearly that's a CR four, right, or whatever, right. and then they all just roll terrible right. on their initiative, and it's like, but this is a plus zero. Why is it going first? Why that's did I? Thing. The white, the white was only CR3, but I was rolling like 18, 19 on the die to hit you guys. We had it, we had it super low in our head. We definitely thought it had more hit dice. Well, I didn't. I felt like it did, though. I didn't think it actually did because I, I was pretty familiar with whites. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, you guys get up in the morning and you have 16 hexes of movement. Uh, you're only two hexes away from camp. What yeah, we definitely, we definitely want to check in at camp first, I, I think, after we see all this this wreckage yeah. and damage. I think that's our objective. If I'm not Make sure they fared okay at the cabin. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys spend two hexes to get back to the camp, and uh, as you walk into the clearing, you can see that uh, there's been there's been some damage here. Uh, about half of the roof of the cabin has been blown away. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so... It's it's still it's still you know it's still got four walls it's still got half a roof but uh, it's uh, not going to weather too many more storms. Uh, the little uh, side shack uh, that had all the meat before a uh, a large tree branch has impaled that. 
Oh um, my gosh, I'm actually so mad at you. They, uh, as you guys get closer, I have I have a list of things that are going to happen. So let me oh, just run, let me just let me just run down this oh list. Oh my here. gosh, I am actually livid again. I I was chilling. I was having a good time. Oh my gosh. So Go ahead. you come back and uh, you're getting the rundown from Jet. Jet comes out to meet you and she's like. Uh, we uh, we came in. We uh, we stored any of the shelters we could in the in the cabin there. We put everybody in, and we got the livestock. And she looks at Ivan. She says, "We got Jasper barely in there. Uh, everybody's Thanks for safe. that. Everybody's safe. <laughs> uh, nobody nobody died or anything. But uh, we did uh, we we did run out of a bit of room, so we had to put some of our shelters outside. So we lost three of those, um, which isn't as bad as it could have been. But uh, we did lose three shelters." Um, as you can see, the cabin here is, uh, is, it's, it's weathered a bit. It's starting to collapse a little bit on the, on the one side, but it's, it's still up for now. Um, the, uh, the biggest thing though, is that, uh, we, we've got an issue with, um, well here, I'll just, I'll just show you. So she, she kind of brings you closer into the cabin and you can see that, uh, one of the, not everybody is still in the cabin, so there are people like around the area setting up the shelters. So you guys are able to get into the cabin, and it's not crowded. But you do see that Tice, one of the two adepts, uh, has a long gash on his arm that is being tended to by Rena, uh, and he kind of looks up at you, and he and they both look up at you. And Jet explains, she's like, "It's uh, it's not as bad as it looks. Uh, Rena's taken care of it. He'll be he'll be fine. Uh, it's not going to be that big of a deal, I don't think." But um. Well, this morning, about an hour ago, before you guys showed up, uh, we heard some noise coming from the cabin where we had put our provisions, so we had gone out to check on it, Tice and I. And uh, when we got there, we saw Edrin was uh, rummaging through some of the provision points there, and when he saw us, he uh, he kind of went a bit crazy, and he was trying to escape, and Tice grabbed his arm, but uh, he pulled out a knife and stabbed it into Tice's arm, and and then he uh, he ran out into the forest. And uh, I, I I took stock, and it looks like he took seven provision points. She says it like that because you guys have all gotten into the habit of of using provision points in the camp. <laughs> yeah, the standard <laughs> measurement, just like the five foot square system. We we all grew up points. in near Mathis. We know how to measure food. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he took seven provision points from us, and uh, we we didn't chase after him. He had a knife on him. We didn't want to we didn't want to risk any more damage. So we're just tending to Tice's wounds here, and I just wanted to let you know that uh, that's about the damage that we uh, we suffered. We lost a couple shelters, we lost a couple provision points, and uh, and Edrin is his runoff. Edrin was the guy that we rescued. Yes, Edrin was the guy you rescued a little bit ago. Yes. <sighs> Did he he take anything else with him? It doesn't look like it. Uh, I mean, it's hard to tell because a lot of the a lot of the smaller things might have blown away just in the storm. But uh, from what I took stock of, it only looked like he took a couple, you know, seven provision points and then it ran off. Did did he run off into the storm? Uh, no, no, he he ran off just an hour or two ago. The storm had passed, but it was like in the in the very early morning. And then she she holds out her hand. And is like, uh, when Tice grabbed him, he managed to to pull this off of him, 
and it fell to the ground. I don't know if you can make anything of it. Um, I know. We all know what it is, but he ha- she hands it to you, and uh, I'll just say you guys know. Like, you guys, most of you crew up in this area. You're all Nermothi. You just know that. Uh, she's holding out a small ring with a signet, like a signet ring, and you can see the symbol of Malthoon on the ring. Before you say anything, I had plans for Edrin if Elwood survived. Oh, I, I had bet. plans for this. There was going to be blackmail and everything. Oh, it would have been so good. It would have been great, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I I gotta tell you, there's honestly, I love Aiden so much, and playing him is really fun. It's nice to be my 18-year-old whiny self again, but <laughs> goodness gracious, do I miss Elwood almost every session. I think, oh, if only it was Elwood. I'd be on the squad tactics, I'd be like, handling <laughs> this situation like we would have been so secure, so safe, like he would have taken charge, and Aiden's just not that kind of character, so... I've been I've been feeling pained a lot, and then when I run into stuff like this, it's just like <laughs> oh, the drama would have been so good because nobody would know, nobody would have known yet. Ah. And she also says, oh, "Yes, and uh, one more thing that I just remembered here is that uh, last uh, last uh, yesterday before the storm hit, uh, Kining didn't return to camp. She went off." to try to clear a path towards those caves, uh, see if we could uh, start to, to migrate in that direction, but she never did make it back. And I don't know I don't know if she found shelter out there for the storm, and she just hasn't gotten back yet, or if she ran into some other troubles, I'm not sure. Aiden is actually livid, and is just pacing around, shouting at the world. Ah. Imagine, imagine what would have happened if you hadn't gone to the cabin. All your shelters gone, just all of them, just destroyed. Yeah, I would have done. I would have done a whole lot if you guys didn't go to the cabin. Yeah, so she gives you this rundown of all this stuff that happened. What do you guys do? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You can talk. <laughs> we. She's gonna pull everybody aside from any others and say, "We have to go after Kining." If she got stuck in that storm, she could be hurt. She could be unconscious somewhere. Um, she could have come across a wild animal like we did. I mean, whether you guys like it or not, she's part of this group. She's a valuable member of our group. And if she's in trouble, we need to help her. I, I didn't just kind of like, like, yes, I understand. We will help Kining, but... He kind of starts pulling himself away from the conversation. We have to make sure everyone is okay here. And he's looking around and he'll go to ask Jet, like, did anybody else get hurt or die or is missing? Are we just missing Edrin and Kining? Like, he's trying to get tallies on what's happening. Yeah, everybody seems fine. Uh, Luckily, because they were in the cabin, none of them had to worry about getting hit by anything in the storm. Uh, The cabin was able to, to bear the brunt of all of that damage. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, so the only injured person is Tice, but he, it's just a, a, a dagger wound to the arm with magical healing and, and whatnot. He and, and Rena are able to tend to that, so it's not like he's out of commission or anything. Theros will kind of turn and nod to Orin and said, Well, as I see it, my friend, you wanted to check out the caves anyway. That seems to be on the way. I, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't leave now and 
go try to find Kining and maybe see if that might be another good shelter. This place isn't going to last any longer. Alright, let's save her worthless skin. Uh, I want to look at the ring from Malthoon. It just bears the insignia, or is there anything else to it? Uh, it's just the uh, insignia of Malthoon. Uh, if you happened to have been a member of the Malthoony military, you probably would have gained more information, but... Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I... you didn't. You didn't make a character that came from Malthoon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so who's who's sieging Kragodon? Malthoon. So would I know what it is? Uh, Since my whole state a... is currently under attack by Malthoon. I will give you either a knowledge history or a knowledge local. Ooh, very nice. Good, good eye, dwarf. Even if I'm not trained in them, can I take a base? Uh, are you trained in either? No. Uh, then you j- you wouldn't know. Okay. Yeah, that's how it'd be. Uh, this is one of the things that it's not something that I would say is common knowledge enough. Right. Definitely got to have a rank in that. Would Nayari, being from the realm of the Mammoth Lords, know Absolutely. anything about <laughs> Yeah, they, they are the foremost study on Malthuni military. That's what I thought. I want to make another character from Malthun, though. No, just because everyone should be from Malthun. Ah, I'm so mad for so many different reasons at once. Yeah, right. Because I wonder what would have happened between him and Orin. Like, eventually, if Orin found out he was from Malthun. What I was oh. going to do, I'll just tell you because it, it's never going to happen. Uh, what I was going to do is. Uh, I was going to have Elwood wake up one day. He was going to have a, a mysterious letter. It was going to be anonymous. And it was basically going to be like, I know who you are. I know where you're from. Uh, and I know that the people here are not going to like knowing where you're from and what you've done and all this stuff. I want you to give me information. Blah, 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 blah. Basically, Elwood was going to be blackmailed by an anonymous source. And he was going to have to either figure it out. And even if he did figure it out, he'd still have to either somehow silently get rid of Edrin or whatnot. But... It was going to start out with a an anonymous blackmail against him. That would have been so good. I'll <laughs> tell you this. Actually, when I first drafted um, Elwood and I was like tracking his character arc and all this, I was like legitimately concerned that Nayari would kill him if she found out his involvement in the Ramgate massacre. I a hundred percent thought that yeah. that would happen. I would have actively tried to get some PvP going if if that had gone down that route, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah. she's still in the dark about it, and yeah, will always be. She likely would have tried to kill him. Yeah, I figured that was the case. I think that she would have tried to kill him. I thought Orin might try to kill him. Yeah, I was I was scared. Um, I Everybody always... in the camp would have wanted to kill you. Right, but hopefully I would have gained some reputation at that point. Was my was my saving grace? But. Yeah, I was gonna say it would have been tough after the the village to to justify that though. Like I, would I don't think not for Niari, not for Niari, not for Niari, absolutely. For, for Orin, I mean, right, know. right. Yeah, she lost everything because of him Me? in because her mind. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because she did a funeral honoring him. Yeah. Yeah. And I I knew that before I went into it, but that's what she would have done because she to her he was just somebody from near Mothis and from Fandar and he saved their lives, so he deserved a warrior's burial. And 
And now his legend is being spread across their mathis as a hero of the people by mm-hmm. way of bards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in yeah. reality, it's all his fault. I love it. It's great. How it, history it, unravels. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Authentic. But enough about that. Let's get to the events of the current yeah. story. Um, so not being able to p- piece anything about that um Aiden's probably too frustrated to deal with it he's probably like i think at this point we've been betrayed so many times in a row you know what i mean so like i think that his thought is like well obviously edrin stole some stuff like now i've got to go kill him kind of like i think it's his just immediate not kill but like his thought is just like man it's one thing after the next you literally can't trust anybody in the fangwood and i think that when he would have previously been sympathetic towards rescuing the survivors of Fandor that we know got out i think at this point he's like well they probably died in the storm and if they didn't they're not worth saving most likely kind of thing i think he's getting like really really salty and bitter and just distrusting he's he's found an inner orin <laughs> Let's get ready for the sense motive checks. Holy yeah, no, cow. I was gonna say Oren doesn't trust Holy How <laughs> am I so mad? Maybe though? maybe Nayari, Theros, and Aiden, but that's about like, the extent. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I was thinking about that little that smoker. I was like, that might actually be good for us. Even mechanically, we could start preserving food for longer. And then we got seven, no, eight provision points. Three because the DM was kind and generous. And we just lost seven. Do you know what that is? A net one for a whole days of work. Yep. Yeah, we had to go through all the stuff we just did yep. to get a net one provision. But again, and we you still think about lost it. three shelters. And we have to repair this roof my god you gotta think about it in terms of how would it have gone if you didn't do those things oh i know i know i it know. would have been a, a net negative seven a net negative like 28 on shelters it would have been way worse if you hadn't done those things yeah i know i know we put in the hard work now we so, gotta go save shining yep so, so we are don't you guys technically go right a, we don't know that that icon's there right like we don't know any of that not just okay. hasn't reported back yet but we know so you, she's headed toward those caves, yep, right? You know the direction she headed. So you can we know where we sent her. It's yeah. just uncharted territory. Yeah. So mechanically it'll cost double hexes to get there. That's all that changes. We just know where it is. You could pretend that this is a clear space and that these are black spaces, basically. Sure. So you guys heading out in that direction then? Yeah. I think we have to. I, I mean, we check in. We do all the pleasantries. We set in with Jet. We check in with Auburn. We check in with Sir DeHoodwall. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm Sir DeHoodwall. <laughs> you guys actually heard as you entered the, the clearing before any of this had happened, you, you could hear faint murmuring in the distance. And with your guys' perception checks, you would have recognized him introducing himself to a couple people. <laughs> Charisma 22. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I will say, as you guys go out to try to track down Kining, um, you uh, actually don't have to spend double movement, because you can see on the trees and whatnot. Um, oh, it's made that much of a clearing. Well, it's not that it's made that much of a clearing, but you can see that there are markings on all the trees. Very clear, distinct markings. And it looks like Kining has started to leave... She started. Now she's done this so much. She started to learn how to leave better tracks. So now, even though she didn't report back, you can still follow her trails without spending double movement. Great, 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 great. Way to go, Kining. Um, 
Real quick, though, there's just some things. I think Aiden will be curious. Uh, I don't want to talk to Auburn. He doesn't want to talk to Auburn. Um, so he'll ask Sir Dehoudwall to try to get like a sense of morale after the events of the storm and having a place in cabin and what plans they have to repair the roof, that sort of thing. Yeah, he'll just say, oh, yes, uh, Aiden, uh, it's me. Sir, the hood wall. Um, yes, so it's good to see you, dude. Wall. Oh yes, well, uh, that storm was quite a quite a storm, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, here's the thing, dude. Wall. Uh, we we kind of have things that we need to do, but yes, yes, I, of course. I wanted to know how is everyone in camp doing, emotionally speaking. Oh well, you know we're uh, we're doing our best to get by. Uh, it could certainly have been worse. I'll I'll, I'll tell you that much. Uh, it uh, it looks like people are they're barren with it. Uh, the fact that uh, we weren't all blown away in the storm definitely helped. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, we're we're finding the bright side of things. I think uh, I wouldn't say that we're all celebrating or anything, but uh, nobody seems to be quite. You know, disgruntled. Yeah, not not quite. Um, I know that uh, some of the people are getting a little bit nervous. Uh, they, uh, it's been a couple days. Uh, you remember that uh, the two uh, Cleedon, Pharaoh, Jet, them, uh, they ran into Gashma a couple days ago. They're a little nervous that it's going to happen again. They think that maybe the storm, you know, would have riled them up or something. I don't know much about animals, though, so I can't really say whether that's a thing that happens. But uh, that's about as disgruntled as you get. And, uh, you know, they're not putting up a fuss about it. They just kind of mumbled themselves every now and then. But I'd say for the most part, you know, it's we're doing about as good as we can. Right. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's all. He's just gonna bug her off. <laughs> he was gonna ask about the wood, but then he remembered he was talking to Dude Wall. He was just gonna go on and on and on. <laughs> so I was just like, whatever. I'm just over everybody. He's like, I don't yeah. want to talk to Auburn because I don't trust her. I don't want to talk to Dude Wall because he doesn't shut up. I'm just I'm over everybody. I don't think that he. I don't think Aiden has any doubt for Auburn. I think Josh does, but Aiden has different reasons for not wanting to talk to Auburn oh. right now. Yeah, Aiden, Aiden, and Auburn are technically very. I would say probably pretty close. They have the longest history together of anyone in this group. So, okay. Well, I think we should follow the tracks that Kining left and see if we can see what happened to her along the way. Yeah, Aiden's leading Jasper behind him and walking without. His 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 yes is going in that direction. <laughs> or okay. he's very sour, sourly grunting as he walks. Find kining. <laughs> Bo at the ready, great sword on his back. Who knows? He's just going. He's just over it all, man. He's gonna get people. <laughs> okay, so you guys start moving out in that direction. So you spent two hexes to get to the cabin. There'll mm-hmm. be another three hexes to get to the where you where the trail kining left ended off. Uh, so if you guys go there, that's five out of your sixteen daily hexes. 
And uh, once you get to that hex, go ahead and roll a perception check. Remember, this is the first time that it matters, but I get a bonus to my perception or to my survival to notice tracks. Along the way, Nayari's going to kind of rib on Orin and say, you know, Orin, I don't know much about this subject, but I've heard people say that when a man and woman act coldly to one another, it actually means that they like each other. I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing at my own joke. I don't see anything. (laughs) So as you guys get up to that hex, uh, Nayari's too distracted coming up with jokes. uh, (laughs) All day she's been coming up with jokes because she's been so distracted. (laughs) She'll just walk a few feet and then she'll like giggle and then walk a little bit more. That's a uh, twenty-nine is the total because I'm getting half my ranger level to track, which I think rounds down, not up. Yes, that's down. too bad. A thirty would have been really nice, but it's going to be a twenty-nine because the other two aids right. successfully. Yeah. So uh, with that, you're able to you you get to the end of the trail that she left, and uh, from that point, you see tracks. You see two sets of tracks coming from the opposite direction. And then you see a little bit of a scuffle. So it looks like two tracks came to the position Kining was at. There's a bit of a scuffle. And then you see the tracks returning in the opposite direction. And you start following them. And you get about a mile further. And you spot uh, some some creatures in the distance. Uh Everybody roll stealth checks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here it comes. Ready for that negative five? <laughs> so I did not expect, but apparently Nayari's got a bit of a cute side. That's out of nowhere, Sarah. <laughs> okay. She's kind of fascinated by the exchanges that Warren and Kining have had. <laughs> she she doesn't know much about dwarves. And, <laughs> right? and she's my nope. she's my she's my buddy now. We're buddies now. It's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So, as you guys approach these figures, uh, you see that uh, it looks like two creatures that are, like, scaly. Uh, lizard people. Maybe maybe slightly lizard-like. Are they, are they troglodytes, do you think? If we were to I get... Mean, if only someone had knowledge local. I don't know. Don't you think... All this talk of lizard people, and we see troglodytes that maybe we could make the inference just like our characters? No, you can make the inference if that's what you want to do. Gotcha. We just without know without which... knowledge local, I will neither confirm nor deny whether that inference is an accurate <laughs> or misleading thing. Sure. Why don't why don't you uh describe what they look like to me? Okay. Uh they look vaguely humanoid. They're about five and a half feet tall on average. Uh they are gray-skinned, very scaly creatures. They have long tails, and they're both carrying uh, what look to be uh, clubs, and uh, they have a javelin on their back. And uh, neither of them have any armor or anything like that on them. They're just wearing like loose robes, like cloths and whatnot. Uh, very like hunter-gatherer style uh, vibe going on with them. 
Uh, and you see that kind of leading in front of them is a what appears to be like a giant gecko or something. And it's kind of like looking back and forth and like hmm. scouting ahead for them. And they are dragging behind them the body of Kining. Uh-oh. They have, each of them has one of her legs and they're just kind of dragging her along. Does she look alive or dead? It's hard to see from this distance, but as you guys get a little bit closer, um, you, uh... (laughs) I'm I'm not paying attention to what's going on there. I'm I'm (laughs) setting up the map because apparently I didn't put the uh, tokens on there. I love, no, he says. Um, you, uh, you guys are getting a little bit, I'll just move you over to this map now. Where are we? Here we go. Shame that stealth roll, though. Shame about that stealth roll. Yeah. Ooh, I like the gecko. Huh. <laughs> I like the get-go. Is a, is a, can you blow the wizard person up? I'm curious. I can. Okay. The yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I just wanted to see what their face looked like. Oh, it's actually a full like lizard person. Yeah. Almost like a troglodyte, maybe. The lizard folk they spoke. I mean, it's really hard to tell. If only you had knowledge local. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, so go ahead and put you guys on the final row here at the bottom and um so what's going to happen is there's going to be a surprise round and in the surprise round only Aiden gets to act they rolled a high enough perception to notice everyone except Aiden and uh you guys are aware of all of them so everybody roll for initiative and Aiden will have a, a surprise round you're telling me my check of four didn't <laughs> didn't stealth them? My gosh, can I roll not. Third on an initiative, please? Darn so it. Nayari has a 17. I'm pretty sure not Jason 178. Some... No, goodness. I'm pretty sure Jason somehow had locked my initiative into 11 because that is what I've rolled like the last three rounds. I have, Maybe I he put like a hard limit. I secretly changed the way that your die rolls so it rolls 1d20 plus your initiative or 11 and it takes the lower. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. Okay. That checks out. That checks out. Okay, so in the surprise round, move or standard action, Aiden, what are you going to do? Oh, you you know. see these creatures down the distance there. Uh, you see a gecko in front of them, and you see them dragging Kining behind them. Okay. Um, he is going to make his presence known, and he is going to pull out his bow, and he is going to say... I've been having trouble with the voice today, so do be patient with me. Um, but he's going to... Uh, what would he say? Like... I don't even know if they speak common. Like, Josh doesn't know. I, I don't know. While you're rolling, Josh, I'm going to use the restroom real quick, BRB. Oh, sure. Well, I'll just wait for everyone. It's fine. If, if, only... if we're taking a quick bathroom yeah. break. Well, let's take a break. Yeah, if no, only no. you had knowledge local to know whether or not they spoke <laughs> common. <laughs> you think oh, you're funny. What an oversight, you know? What an oversight that I didn't choose a class with knowledge local? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, who does that? Have I learned about these in my religious trainings? 
<laughs> Unfortunately, no. Um, the gist of what he says uh, would be <laughs> like, "Drop that dwarf!" <laughs> you know, like, I'm trying to figure out how to how he would actually say that. Drop um, the dwarf, lizard scum. <laughs> He is gonna come bow bow drawn and I think he'll just yell out like like stop, like put her down kind of thing. And that's what he'll do. Okay. That is a surprise round. We will go into the first round once everybody is back. Do they seem to respond at all to my warning? Yes, they will respond once everybody's back. <laughs> The uh, the gecko rolled good initiative that time. Good for the gecko. They <laughs> oh wow they rolled fantastic initiative given their minus one modifier. Still gonna go before most of us. If oh yeah, they, they go before most of you. Yeah, if not all of us. They rolled a thirteen. Curse. Oh my goodness! Wow. Man. Man oh man oh man. Well, I, I think Aiden thought he was acting as a group, and he's acting solo here, obviously, because everyone else is lagging behind. I'm back! What is with this, like, um, um, throat um, singing? Yeah, it's I great. love it. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Every it's time like we, favorite, on, we yeah. say that, we say that every time. It, it fits as we're fighting Mongolian these troglodytes. Throat singing. It's the who. Doesn't it how they say their name? Fight these troglodytes. Lizard people. Lizard people. Oh, snacks. I should have gotten snacks. Okay. Everybody's back. So, Aiden runs forward, draws out his bow, and then says, Drop the dwarf lizard scum. And, uh. And, uh. The uh, gecko, the giant gecko up here, spins around as he does so, and uh, looks at the uh, the other two uh, lizard creatures, and they also spin around, and they start kind of like yelling out in a language I doubt any of you speak. What's everybody's languages? Common. Uh, nope. Yeah, I just don't speak it. Common, <laughs> undercommon, goblin, dwarven. Ah, man. Undercommon would make sense, but no. Um, Wait, wait, he doesn't get undercommon? That's too bad. Yeah, they are not speaking any language that you guys know. I Uh, totally thought he had it when he said that. It's a a very guttural uh, language. uh, Lots of growls and barking and all that stuff. Sorry, is Kining dead? You don't know. Oh, okay. Can we... Do you want me to roll a... Um, diplomacy check, or will it not matter? Uh, well, you did call them scum. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Uh, I will say you cannot because you don't share a common language. I'm pouring a bow at them. That communicates something, doesn't it? Oh, definitely not diplomacy, though. All right, intimidate. I'll take that. Okay, right. I'll, go, I'll, I'll give you an intimidate. Yeah, I'll get on to that. That's actually probably more accurate, to be honest. Not to mention I'm trained in intimidate, so... Okay, whatever. Okay. They, uh, they're subtly laughing uh, This punchable you. kid just walks up and says, Scum! Drop! drop so the they're door. saying those things, and this gecko is going to come over here. Like, like, whoa. 
ignore the zigzag. It just goes straight there. Um, allow me to just verify that geckos have... Oh, goodness. They have lots of movement. That's interesting. So it, it's going to run over to you, and it's going to take a, a bite at you. It's going to nip at your leg. It's a 15. It's not going to hit, I don't think. Um, and then, Nayari, it is your turn. You see this giant gecko run up and try to bite Aiden. Sorry, I'm eating. Um, I mean, seeing Kining like that, she will probably rage. Okay. I want to rage. I would like to rage. I want to play a barbarian just so I can say as calmly as possible. I enjoy I rage. rage. I would like to rage. But <laughs> I would like to rage. <laughs> Do it like system up and down. <laughs> Wake up! I'm going to go on a rage now. You say this is music. Um, 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 it's gonna, gonna, it's gonna go and slay a gecko. <laughs> yeah, so she's gonna do. Uh... Does the language sound anything like Undercommon, or just no. completely foreign? Okay, it is not. That's too bad, but that is a good language to pick up. It doesn't come up too often, but I love the flavor of it. Okay, so Nayari, that's going to be an attack of opportunity from the Gecko with a 14 to hit against Raging AC. Mm -mm. Oh, no, I don't think it's so anymore. You you got that recent buff. That's unfortunate. (laughs) For you. Geckos don't have a super high to hit. Can I move there? What you going to do about it? I already rolled it. I rolled rolled a 15. She rolled an attack. Mm-hmm. Against which one were you going against? The gecko or the lizard man? Oh, the lizard man. Okay, that will just hit. For 12 points of damage. Ouch! He's looking really rough. That was <laughs> that was a lot of his hit points in one hit there. Okay. Lizard scum. So, uh, that is Nayari's turn. It gets hit, and it looks super hurt. It is their turn. Secretly, though, Oren's like, God, she's dead. <laughs> he runs up and... <laughs> I, don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna <laughs> for her stuff. So... <laughs> he's just like... <laughs> We all look at him like running. It's like a slow motion scene. We see him running toward her like, oh, he's going to check and see if she's... Oh, no! (laughs) You don't tell anything about this. Not one soul. (laughs) (laughs) She died to the troglodytes. You hear me? (laughs) Okay, lassie. (laughs) Go ahead. You're more Scottish, I guess, technically. So these guys are going to drop their clubs and they're going to uh, come over to attack you. So the first one, five foot steps and does a full attack. Two claws and a bite. Nice. So the claw... You do know they don't have to drop their clubs to do a natural attack, right? They don't, but their bonuses to hit go so far down No, no, no holding you're, a manufactured weapon. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. So it's going to be a 20 to hit? Yes. A 14 to hit? No. And a 15 to hit. No. Wow, your raging AC is so high. 
Not really. Uh, you take... Roll against touch. You'll hit me every time. Three points of damage, and then the other one just ran up and did one attack. So he's going to do one attack with his claw. Another 15 to hit, so that misses. <coughs> that is their turn. Aiden, it's your turn. I was just wondering why they were given weapons to and just not use. <laughs> it seemed kind of weird. The uh, they use their clubs for other things. Got you, like no, non-lethal more... knocking people out type of knocking things. Knocking out dwarves, right? More like a more like a tool yes. too, maybe. They but pick it they up are, just to hit Orin. Defending themselves and trying to kill people, they don't use the club. Well, no, I just think that that might even stand out to anyone about to fight them. Like, why would you drop your weapon to hit me with your fist? That seems kind of like a weird. Because they have very sharp claws. Looks yeah. like they've got spears. Five foot uh, Okay. Drop that bow. Okay. <laughs> Reaction. Draw that great sword and come okay. on down on this gecko. Okay. Uh, next turn. Wow. Next turn, I'll come down on that gecko. <laughs> Somehow that does miss. Does a fourteen even with, though? Even with the fourteen for the Viking. That just hits. We're <laughs> <laughs> fourteen AC. Minimum damage on that guy too, though. Twelve no, points of damage. Oh, minimum on the one die. It had eleven hit points. It's just a, it's just a giant gecko. <laughs> now it's a dead giant gecko. <laughs> not, a, not a lot to it. Are they tasty? Rip Nuggets gecko was beefier than that. Uh, it's a bite plus two, two d four plus one damage. Only eleven hit points. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's not a big thing. It's just a gecko. And Orin, you're up. Charging needs to be in a straight line. Yes. So you could technically charge to this square behind Nayari and hit this one. Oh, I can. Yeah, because there's nothing in there's nothing in the way, like there's nothing blocking you in that in that line. Sorry, you can't charge Kining because Iden's in the way. Right? <laughs> Coup de gras as soon as I get up there. <laughs> so this will have a plus two to hit. Whoa, okay. boy. That'll hit. That's good. And uh, is that the one that she hit before? Or did she hit the one in front of her? I hit. Oh, maybe not. I, uh, I hit. Which one was here? Uh, yeah, I yeah. I thought you had been hitting that one. Okay, so seven to yeah. the other one. Well, what, okay. which, which one was here? Did this guy take a five foot step yeah, over? Yeah, that guy five foot stepped. Yeah, that's the one she hit. Okay, so it's a fair amount of damage on that one. It's it's not looking great. Uh, Theros and Volus, you're up. Okay. Um, this is reminding me of a different song. Look at oh, here, cat. Delicious. He, he's climbing the walls again. <laughs> I totally forgot about this one thing. Uh, before we go any further, everybody roll me a fortitude save real quick. Nice. Retro reactive. Fortitude. Retro active. Two fortitude saves. For uh -oh. everyone? 
Yes, everybody, within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Ah, darn it. Okay. So. Mm. Okay, mine were a 7 and a 15, so I'm pretty sure I failed something. It is DC 13. Okay. So I think everybody failed once. Uh, Theros and Volus. Oh, wait, Theros, roll the second twice? one. Okay. Yeah, Volus failed on the first one, so no, no need to bother. Okay, so. Theros is the only one not affected by this, but everybody else is sickened for 10 rounds. By the smell? Yes. You get close to these creatures, and they are... They smell disgusting. They are... They are... It is so putrid that you're on the verge of just wanting to throw up. It's terrible how these things smell. Um, I don't think it inputted sickened, right? What does yeah, sickened- it doesn't. Just remember, it's minus two on everything. Yeah, it's because it minus doesn't. Two on everything. The condition doesn't work. So technically, that gecko should have still been alive. Well, technically, you forgot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was way too much snark than it was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and continue your turn, Theros and Volus. Um, <laughs> does uh, moving here doesn't evoke an attack of opportunity, right? Nope. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. You only provoke when you move through a threatened square, not in. Or leave. Or leave. Yeah, through. That would be moving through a threatened square. No, I didn't. Yeah, because you'd be in it and you'd be leaving it. That's moving through it. No, that's not what through means. Yeah, that's what through means. <laughs> so, um, Theros will attempt to uh, swing his scimitar at it. Okay. Get that crit damage and that. Ooh. Not that crit damage, but that'll okay. hit. That'll play. That'll play. That'll hit. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, it's looking bad. They're, they're both looking not great. And then, can I take a five foot step? Here? Uh, you had to move there. You can't oh, okay. take a yeah, five foot right. step in the same turn that you moved. Right. And uh, Volus moved here, so he'll get one attack. He gets one hit. Get that bite in. Okay, and I... that one is dead. That'll play too. You took the minus two. Yeah, because the seventeen hit. Yeah, yeah I'm talking and... about damage though. Does it take seventeen oh, damage? Never yeah. mind. Thickened does it that does. changes things. The thickened it's, it's still up. Ew. Barely, it barely, but it is still up. And Nayari, it is your How turn. How are we supposed to live in a cave that formerly belonged to these things? <laughs> if if we even did. There. You have to go on a quest to get Febreze. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just have like a Glade aerosol can with us the whole time? Summon okay, real quick glade. though. Do natural attacks count as weapons? Because I don't think they do. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> What are you talking about? Okay, are you ready for this? This is the worst ruling I've ever come up with, ever. But I'm gonna. I'm just taking my turn. That's a miss. (laughs) That is a miss. (laughs) Oh wait, no, it's just right there. It's all on attack rolls, damn weapon damage rolls. So your natural attacks aren't a weapon. They are 100 percent a weapon. I don't know. (laughs) Also, that's like the 15th natural one I've rolled tonight. So. Yeah, Josh, it just distinguishes sorry, so that Sarah. your magic missile doesn't take a minus two to damage. That's too bad. 
Um, but yeah, that uh, that Nayari is going to miss uh, very Barely. much. It is now their turn. <laughs> One of them is going to five foot step over here. He reaches into the cloth of his clothing, and you see that he pulls out a feather. Oh no! And he throws the feather into the air, and it transforms before your eyes into a small bird. Oh shoot! That then flutters away, and is gone. That's not good. That's really bad. On the scale of good to bad, that's definitely bad. So that bird flies Gonzo, and then the other guy's going to five foot step over here and take a full attack against Nayari again. I would have really liked that. Actually, no. Is he going to do that? I'm going to roll a. I'm going to roll a, a thing. Odds he'll do that. Even he'll go after Theros because you're, you're flanking him. Yeah, because hey, he's flanked, so he's probably on to want to get out there, probably. Like, probably. Yeah, so he's actually going to move over here more out into the open because of the even number I rolled. And he's going to take three attacks. The uh, claw. It's an 11. Nope. It's an 8. Nope. <laughs> and that's a 14. They messed that's up the wrong group of adventure. You take uh, you take three points of damage. I got a glottal stop in there, Andrew. And uh, that is their turn. Iden, you're up. Yeah, I'm you up. see this bird fly away. If only, if only oh. you had kept your bow out and readied in action to shoot Bring any it birds. Down. You, it down. you would you wouldn't have let me anyway. If I had the bow out, I'd be like, "Can I shoot it?" You'd be like, "No, it's gone." If you, had, if you had taken the time to ready an action to shoot any birds that flew away, I would have let you because there's no way you would have thought to do that. Unless I read the AP. <laughs> That's yeah. the only way. Yeah. Um, I don't have charge here, or I do have charge there? Uh, yes. Okay. It's I'll weird, charge. but yeah. Okay, I'll charge. Negate the minus two, so you don't have to add it into this attack. Okay. Oh, oh there it is. Goodness. Second, minus two penalty on weapon damage. Oh, so it's... it doesn't it doesn't change it. It just writes it oh. in there. Yeah. No, but it does. Oh, don't doesn't. What's the? It oh, doesn't. is that power attack? Oh no, it does. It's in here. There's a minus two modifier on it. But not in your damage. Yep. Uh, not on the damage, but on my to hit, but not on my character sheet. Wow, they really. Were you power attacking though? Or is that in yeah. the seven? Oh, maybe that's the power attack. That's that the power the attack, so that's it's not power. actually. Yeah, so anyways, it's a 19 to hit. That will hit, and uh, that one is dead. 10 points of damage. It is, is dead. It's dead. He comes down, um, kind of swipe into the left of, of Theros as he rings around, and then full arc uh, into the uh, side of that nice. guy as he finds Purchase and strikes him, crashing him to the ground. Probably doesn't have enough force to like slice him in half, so it probably just like crashes him into the ground as he comes through and he starts bleeding out. Okay. Nice. Orin, you're up. Carnage. Carnage. <laughs> was the most recent HeroClix set, and it was fire. <laughs> nice. Nice. And bring the old mace and do nothing. That is going to miss. Close. Oh, yeah, right on the edge. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to miss. 
but we didn't make it. <laughs> okay, and next up it is Theros and Volus. Can they land any attacks? <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> um, Kining's so dead also, by the way. <laughs> I guarantee it. Is Theros standing on her body? Yeah. <laughs> He's straddling his dead body. <laughs> just, she's like, just standing like that. Five <laughs> feet is a lot in her face, okay? He breaks her nose. That's when she wakes up with Theros just standing over top of her. Oh, man. HR would get a message real quick after that. <laughs> so she stands up and Theros is now on her shoulders. Oh. Uh, it's great. No, she stands up and ejects him into the nearest five foot space. <laughs> I can't get there without an attack of opportunity, right? If you're trying to get into a flanking position, no, you'll provoke to, to do that. I, that's what I thought. Because of this screen. That's what yeah, I thought. You figured. You I'm, I'm slowly picking five, up uh, what's threatened and what's not. Okay. You can move five feet in, though, with a five foot step and not um, provoke. So that's your two choices. Provoke, get into flanking, or don't provoke and don't flank, but get an attack in. But you can straddle the other lizard man. You could also try to roll acrobatics to not provoke, but if you fail your acrobatics, then you're... Can Volus get there? You wouldn't there? have enough movement, because yes. Yes, Volus can get there, because you can move through allies squares. Volus attack first with bite. Okay. That'll hit, and it only had one hit point, so that is enough well, to... Once again, what? with a second. That'll miss. <laughs> Uh, this is the last time. I swear, this is the last time I remind you. Else, I'm gonna take everything I get. Well, it's kind of it's kind of our fault for not it having is. it programmed. I'm so. happy on the attack. Uh, and actually, didn't. Oh no, Theros is the one who succeeded. Volus did fail. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, then I guess I'm gonna try the scimitar one more time. Yay! There we <laughs> go. Hits it's and goes down. That's the first time Theros has killed something like himself in a while. Yeah. Yeah, except except for that one time he got that crit and saved his dad's life. He really hasn't <laughs> That's what been I'm out saying, yeah. In the yeah. village. It's been since yeah. like the village. He here. got he got one kill um when we were saving the kids too. Ah uh, yeah. Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. Shouldn't have saved there. the kids. <laughs> Clearly They have done nothing yet. Right, just think about yes. it from a point of survivability. We got two kids, which is what? Two, two more mouths to feed. We lost seven provision points. I'm only seeing net negatives because what do kids add to the team? Nothing. But Nothing. that's not what heroes think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, that Josh Allen is not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> that's how very plus ultra of you, Josh. It's a very plus ultra. It's very practical, okay? <laughs> if, we were, if we were in a different world, in a different kingdom, and I had a neutral alignment... That's why you're not the number one hero yet. Listen, yeah, Bakugo thinks that way, and he's still a hero. He, well, he's an anti-hero, kind of, but he's also a hero, technically. <laughs> I, I won't say anything, but just wait. I'm excited, I'm excited. New season okay. trailer. Anyway, what's going on? So you guys fell these three creatures, and you see Auburn there. Uh, you guys, Auburn, where did she come from? with them the whole time. I was right. I was skimming, I was right. and I read Auburn as I was skimming, and it was not that. 
you see he was skimming the plot against us. Yeah, like, you you see Kining there, mm-hmm. and uh, she appears to be unconscious. You guys, with your with your heal checks, you'd be able to to find out that she is breathing, but it looks like she has been knocked unconscious, probably by those clubs. Uh, she has several bruises on her forehead and uh, and shoulders. Probably she got beat up a bit and then just knocked unconscious, but she is breathing. She is alive. Tell me, can you eat a gecko? No. Oh. Eat yeah, all he the is things. a humanoid. All right, we're getting into cannibalism. Lately. No, I'm talking about the gecko, not the troglodytes. Is she eggs. stabilized? Oh, geckos? You can totally eat geckos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's stable, yeah. Eat. Can you eat a dwarf? Female dwarf? Mm. That might be knocked out. <sighs> And now the uh, bluff comes in. I just have to bluff Nayahari. <laughs> Here's some delicious this meat. Bear meat. Would yeah. you like some stew? Bolus is still alive. Stay away from him. Um, oh, this one's for Kining. No, this is Kining. Oh, he She's said something about bear. bear meat. Okay. Yeah, it was just bear meat. It was a callback. It wasn't meant to yes. right, Bolus. Right, no. Okay, don't provoke. Um... <laughs> So she's unconscious. You said, Jason? Yes, she is unconscious, but she appears to be stable. Okay. Um, hmm. Leave her here. How do you? How do we suppose we wake her up? Is well, it just you have the wand? Is it just from injuries? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's she's like one or two points down, basically. And um, I'll use the wand of cure light wounds, a charge of that. Well, while Channel that's energy. On. I bring everything back alive. <laughs> well, while that's going on, I'm investigating the bodies and the corpses, looking for loot and any more clues about the children of stone. Okay. Uh, you're looking through their bodies, and really, they don't have a lot on them. Um, that's five for kind. Okay, so she is up at three hit points. Do you do you think that we should question them? Should we bring one back up and question it after we tie it up? Uh, I do not think that they speak common, Niadi. I wonder about that. As he's going through and picking one up and probably like disgusted by the smell. It's yeah, weird. it's it's pretty bad. This is um, <laughs> yeah, the one is already dead. Like he was dead, dead. The other one is still bleeding out, but again you it didn't seem like there was a common language before, but you aren't 100% sure about that because nobody has knowledge local. Mm-mm. I mean, until we decide, I'll, I'll go ahead and stabilize the one that's bleeding out. Till we decide. Kining, are you okay? What happened? She kind of opens her eyes and she's like taking a moment to gather herself and she sees you... She kind of looks around. She sees everybody and uh, the uh, the fallen captors. She says, "Hi, Lassie. I'm all right. I uh, oh my head. Oh goodness, the, these guys they uh, they are coming at me and I, they overtook me. The small dwarf legs weren't enough to get away. Uh, they." Uh, they seem to be coming from the direction that I was heading, uh, those caves. I think these are probably members of that uh, troglodyte uh, tribe that lives there that you guys were talking about. 
Uh, yeah, I uh, no, I, I was I was leaving a trail here. I'm I'm glad you guys were able to find me. I, I thank you for that. I shudder to think what they would have done if I had if you hadn't come for me. Well, we probably should get you back to camp as soon as possible so that you can rest. She says, I, I that that would be nice. Yes. I, I don't think that we should continue as we are. We need to get Kining back. I would like to make it to the caves, but I think it would be best to go back to the camp right now and then start fresh again. Ian is visibly frustrated and removes himself from the conversation. He doesn't want uh, Kining to misunderstand, but he does not want to go back. It's okay, the adults will have a conversation. That's fine. You're only, what, two years, four years older than me? Six years? Six. Six, whatever. You're my peer. You shut up. (laughs) Uh, Man. But yeah, I know, he does storm off and has a little pissy fit, just like I did. (laughs) I also wonder, when we had gone back to the camp before, um, I saw... Shoot, what's his name? Hubier? Who's the guy that's actively dying? I think that is Hubier. No, Talden. Hubier's the one okay. that just saved, yeah. Okay. Talden. I, I saw Talden. He is not looking very good. It seems he cannot shake the sickness like the others can. I, I'm wondering, and I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I'm wondering if the hermit would have anything that might be able to help him stave off this disease that he's fighting. I know Dehudwal said that he went there and she was not very receptive, but perhaps if if we were to go and speak with her, maybe she has something that would that we could trade with her for. I am very worried about him. Um, I, I don't know how much longer he can make it in these conditions, suffering as he has. That seems as good a plan as any at this point. Uh, I didn't ask. What what should we do about the one that is still alive? Well, I don't know if it's best to take it into the camp. Um, maybe we could take it with us and sp- try to communicate with it outside of the camp, outside of the the site of the others. Um. I, I want to know why it would have attacked Kining, and I don't want to go into these caves and wreak havoc and kill mercilessly, but... Based upon oh. what we know of the letter that York was carrying, isn't it prudent to assume that they probably have already received another such letter by now? They probably are looking for other survivors and just capturing or killing those they find. The fact that they didn't kill her right away seems to indicate that they had some other use for her. Perhaps. I don't know if if we stopped York from getting there, I don't know if they would have sent someone else to speak with them. And even then, who's to say that they would have agreed? Perhaps Kynan got the jump on them and they were doing similar to what we're doing with him. Maybe they just wanted to question her to see why she's this deep into the Fangwood. Aiden will look over to see um, 
Kining's reaction to that, or if she chimes up. Her reaction to when when Niari suggests that maybe um, Kining got the jump on them and then they attacked in response or something. Uh, oh no, uh, she's she basically explains that she was making her way, heard something, and kind of like s- snuck into the bushes, but uh, they spotted her and then chased her down. And I actually rolled for that. You guys took ten, so it was DC fifteen, and they were able to beat the DC fifteen with their perception checks. I then rolled for Kining, and if, if we had rolled instead of taking 10, she probably wouldn't have been noticed. That encounter could have gone one of two ways. It could have been you guys meet up with Kining, and she's stalking them, or she can be spotted, and it's like we had it here. Gotcha. Well, then, um, I guess uh, Theris would just say, well, either way, the point remains that we probably should find whatever help we can for our sick companions, and again, the... What's her name? Tiny? No, no. The witch? The, the hermit? The hermit, thank you. Yes. The hermit's the goodest place to start as any. Uh, I do not want to talk to the hermit. And he starts getting Jasper ready to go back to camp. You can stay with the camp if you do not want to make the journey with us. No, no. I, I will go. And he's walking. Okay. Kining, are you alright? Is I glad I'm... Well, no. I'm not alright, but I'm alive, and that's... That's more than I could say that I would have been had you not come, come for me here. And then she kind of looks at all four of you, and then she looks at Orin a little bit longer, and, and she... She kind of like makes a, a grunt and whatnot, but then eventually she does kind of force herself into saying, and she says, hey, uh, we, have hey our dif- we have our differences, but thank you for rescuing me. I'll just look back at her and just also grunt, like, don't don't make a habit of it. And he'll start marching back to the camp. He He's not real psyched to go back to the camp either, but... I he also really doesn't like the idea of someone dying because we don't have the supplies that we need. Yeah, I don't know. It was the start of a great friendship. Mm. Well, Doubtful. <laughs> you can braid each other's beards. What did I miss? <laughs> a great scene, actually. A great scene, actually. <laughs> Kining uh, and Orin had a moment. They had a moment. The beginning of their fostering love. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the rules for PvP? Guess I'm bringing in a backup. <laughs> oh, dear. Me too, maybe. Um, Kining... Thank you as well. You have been very helpful to us, and we have found many provisions because of you. We not, would not have been as successful if not for your scouting, and I am sorry that we put you in harm's way. Uh, she kind of looks up at you, and uh, roll, roll a sense motive. Yeah, I know. I know what's happening. <laughs> A single tear rolls 
No, she's not being. No, this is not her being swayed to kindness. This is her being like, "Well, you're gonna make me go up and do all this stuff." Does sickened affect my skill checks? Actually, though, question mark. I mean, it it was only ten, it's only ten rounds, so it wouldn't be there. So okay. seventeen. Um, you no. can you can tell that when okay. she says this, uh, she she says in classic like dwarven stubborn type of thing she kind of like waves you off she says oh i'm just i'm just doing what's best for myself i'm just trying to survive it here on my own and she kind of says it in such a way that you you get the idea that she's not used to taking compliments oh that's so cute <laughs> so she's like she's like she's kind of like rebuffing you just because she that's like how she acts to most people she's not really sure how to take a compliment she's just like i'm just i'm just doing what's best for myself and she kind of like waves you off or something, <laughs> but um, you get the sense that she she appreciates your words and uh, she understands the situation that everybody's in and that you know what she's been doing is important. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she reveal? I'm sorry, maybe I missed it. Did she? Never mind. We're on that square. Never mind. I did find out. Sickened does work. It just is calculated very weird in in the future when we have that it's calculated on the role not in the character sheet for some reason um if you go back and look through you'll see because my power attack does not normally have a, a negative added to it it's a, added to the attack to begin with on the character sheet the role doesn't actually get modified so yeah but it didn't calculate the damage roll no but it adds a little note Minus two penalty on weapon damage rolls. Everything else it auto calculates. So just for it didn't it didn't do the attack correctly either, though I don't think because your it power does. attack is a minus one. Nope, because my power attack is added into my character. So watch if I just do this with a regular power attack, and you hover over it, it won't have any negatives in there. Okay. Now, now if I add the second condition, it's going to be a minus two after this, and I still have power attack on. They are. And if you hover over it, it's got the minus two. And if you do the math, it adds up. So why did you have a plus seven on the other attack then? The other attack had plus seven and then the minus two, but these ones only have plus six and then... Nope, no plus sevens. Nope, that's that's what it says right there. It says plus seven. Actually, you're right. Why does it say plus seven? I smell a cheater. (gasps) Oh! No, it's not a cheater. Um, if I don't have power attack on, then it's a seven. So it might not have been checked on accident. That's possible. Yeah, it didn't look like you had power attack for that one. Okay, anyways. So it, it, it seems like it does kind of work yeah. uh, just in a weird way. Okay. Yep, so just as a heads up. So you guys are moving back to camp then? Yes. Yeah, so that's another three hexes. So you've now spent eight out of your 16. So you still have eight hexes left. Uh, you make it back to camp. You drop off Kining. Uh, everybody is really relieved to see that she is okay. Uh, you were asking about morale before. It, it definitely boosts morale to find that, you know, the heroes went out and this time they didn't come back with someone dead <laughs> or anything like that. So uh, despite Kining not necessarily having the the most popularity in the group just the fact that you were able to rescue her at all definitely does boost the morale a little bit um did we all see that thing with the bird or was that only 
Yeah, you all definitely would have seen the bird go and then fly off at like a very fast speed because birds have an incredible fly speed. Yeah, so I think we would just maybe tell Auburn or somebody um, that we might need to be extra cautious because whatever it is we fought, it seems they sent a message perhaps somewhere else. Okay. Auburn will nod and it looks like she has uh, gotten to the point where she's she's recovered enough from her wounds that she's able to move about more easily and she's helping around camp and uh, being probably the most perceptive. She's spending a lot of her time just like looking around, making sure nobody comes to uh, ambush the camp. She says, uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll make sure that uh, anybody who comes by will, uh, they won't be coming by unseen. At least not during the day when I can see. Actually, I take that back. I, I can't see. So You're blind. All of the things that I said were just a joke. I like to joke about stuff like that. Wait, who's who's blind? No. Auburn's I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, right. Auburn, uh, she has, she's not blind, but oh, she can no, only no. see like 30 feet because of the uh, condition with her eyes. Mm. So actually, she has the least perception in the group. Oh, um, and she has not been spending her time doing any of the things that I said. So just ignore that entire conversation. I totally forgot about that, though. I, I did as well. I forgot. That that I was like, so oh, she's funny. a ranger. No. <laughs> I that totally is... forgot, because she's blind. That would have probably changed a lot of the conversations I didn't have with her. Or at least the undertones would have changed. And I imagine the way he greets her, too, is probably more <laughs> yeah. like he probably touches her arm or whatever, mm-hmm. like gets her attention more than just saying, hey, but... Yeah, she is functionally blind. She can still see, but it's like <laughs> anything beyond five feet has like concealment from her, basically. Because mm-hmm. it's like when uh, you wake up a blind deaf dog by putting your hand in front of its nose. Yeah, and she puts his hand in front of her nose. I could smell you. You ruined a great moment, Sarah. Boo. I mean, to be fair, though, we may have residual troglodytes. What smells like troglodyte? <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, that's what those were. We couldn't tell. <laughs> we had, don't have knowledge local. So we had no idea. Okay. So what's the do plan we, now? I think, well, that How depends. How much do we have? Because we had to double back. You have, we eight, have eight Texas left. Do we have enough to get un, deux, trois... Cats you have enough to get to the have... hermit for sure, but you won't have enough to get all the way back. You'll be one or two hexes away. Mm. And we said we didn't want to leave them alone at the night time. Added thing. Um, They'll be fine for one really? night by themselves, you know? What yeah, are we? that's kind of how I feel. Like, mm. What are we really going to trade with the hermit, though, is what I feel. like. What we is... have a ridiculous amount of money. And we've got, like, gemstones and stuff. I don't know yeah. if she would... I'm not any... about to... She well, looks I, didn't... I didn't probably would. But gemstones is a lot of GP for what is functionally... What are we going to spend gold on? We're in the Magic middle of the forest. Magic items, we finally get out of this. <laughs> That's a big win. When we get out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the next closest city to us? Maybe she can use grease and prestidigitation so we can give her those wands that are useless. The closest city to you is 120 miles. 
Yeah. Actually, no, 150. Sorry, 150 miles. Well, then there's Fort Trevale. What about the the alchemical goods that we have? Don't we have like? We yeah, we have like 500 gold worth of those. We've got clothing dyes. If she wanted any of those, um, we could take. Oh, I don't know if we'd want to trade some of the animal skins or not, but yeah, we just got some extra furs. I'm inclined to think that we trade furs, um, alchemical reagents, or dyes, or like craft or kits that we don't need as as what we bring. Because I think that the three reasons I'm in favor for that are one, she might actually have a reasonable use for them, like and it wouldn't just be a blind offer for money that she might reject on principle. Um, two, the the um, the economy of what I think it would be worth to us is like in character makes sense. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, and we can take the gemstones with us. Is like a, like if all else fails, we can be like, come on, like we'll do or, anything to this guy or we kill her. Yeah. You know, we murder hobo like we've done for the last two shelters. Yeah. And we just kill her because that's apparently our MO. But no, I think that those three items are definitely our best bet. We can take them on Jasper and the Haverhack sack the really best, easy. best diplomacy? I think she would like a worn scholar's robes that had been previously been oh, on yeah. her corpse. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Well, Smells not death. <laughs> well, we'll see when we meet her what she might like and what I might want to do if oh, I meet her. Hold up, everybody. I thought about this during our one... Um, combat are we formally giving the boots of striding and springing to Orin? oh we had to divvy up more loot than just that actually um because i vote that it goes to Orin. i agree what what was that i missed it what the um boots of striding and springing oh do we have the full set finally yeah, yeah. we got the other boot in the the cabin against the, the it would be nice to have for myself because my base land speed is higher but my movement is impeded by armor but if we give it to Orin, we can maybe consider moving the armor situation around and get some more hexes per day yeah but here's my thought Orin's the healer he needs mobility to yeah heal. No, no, no. I'm all, you I'm have all ranged options you can stand back and shoot things so I'm i feel like it, it. Makes more yeah. sense. If you guys want to roll off, I'll participate. Yeah, we can roll give off. Him to Orin. No, I'm I'm all for it. Orin can definitely take it. I'm just saying. I vote, I vote that they go to one of my monsters. No, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think we give them to Kining. Just Kining. Wolf wearing a pair of shoes. I would let Kining uh, go an extra two hexes a day if he did that. Not I worth it. Kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We are not giving Kining those boots. I don't know. An extra two hexes a day is not insignificant. That's five hexes of exploration, actually, though. For real? Don't we get more exploration for us if I wear them? Because we lose some because of my... Oh, I could ride Jasper, maybe. Because but... of my... Like my speed, right, Jason? Like We lose two because of me only having 20 speed, right? Yeah. I think I think Iden only has 20 speed too. Well, I would let you guys bypass that if Iden rode on Jasper, but Jasper would no longer be able to carry things for you. Yes. Well, actually though, I can do a forced march, which maybe we could just let that count as being able to move further with that endurance feat that I got. I I could consider that since endurance is almost useless useless otherwise. That's the only reason I'm fighting for something here. 
<laughs> yeah, I could consider that if you gave them to Oren. Uh, I would still have you roll a forced march, but you would. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take the forced march. What are these boots of what? Striding and springing. Yes. Striding and springing. And skipping. You have to yeah. skip everywhere. Or... Because you I'll be skip. I'll be the only one that'll be lacking behind, which does that actually adds an element because we've been just taking ten on our exploration because we've been able to do it. Now we do have something to roll each day. If I am able to push through, we can get an extra two hexes of movement. That makes yep. sense. I-, I like that. I think it would actually be an extra four the way we did it. Yeah, it'd be an extra four. So yeah, I, I like that a lot. I'm down for that. So next question: Should we... we? Oh, what? Hmm? I was say technically he would have been wearing them if he wanted to do that. If that's what you're going to say, Jace. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll a survival. If you can all get a twenty, I think it's a twenty-five DC. Then I'll uh... aid. I'll aid. I'll aid. Um, if everyone aids. And I take ten, we get it. Oh, I rolled a natural one. Gross. Nice. Cause cause taking <laughs> ten um I get it. Cause I have plus ten to Born my survival. Are you really vibing with those crits? Because of favorite terrain. <laughs> okay, yeah, just to roll it for me anyways, but probably that's fine. Okay. I mean, okay. It it's fine, really. Okay. <laughs> with a with a thirty six, you're able to. Uh, we'll say that you can get the extra four hexes. Uh, and roll I'm... roll the Constitution check against the forced march. Yep, and I get a plus. I have no idea what the DC. Is. I don't know what the DC is. It's probably like an hourly thing. I, I think it's an hourly thing. So I would technically. Yeah, day of normal walking. Blah, blah blah blah. A character can walk more than that for each hour beyond eight. So it'd be one hour. DC 10, and then another two each time. So it would be a DC 10, technically. Uh, or two, or maybe maybe I'd DC say, 12. I'd say DC 10 and DC 12, so just roll two. You probably okay. can't fail on a natural, like, three or lower. I would say, can I not take 10? Four, or... On a fortitude save, no. It's a fortitude save? Yeah, it's a fortitude save. Okay. Or is it a constitution check? I think it might just be... It's just a constitution check, but you can't take 10 on constitution checks. Okay. Anyways, you rolled a 15. That's enough. The second one was a 4 plus whatever the... Yeah, so that's fine. So you don't have to worry about the forced march item, and you guys are able to get that plus 4. So you have 12 12 hexes left, right? So we can get there and back. So I am down for this plan. Yep, so you can... Can can we? It's only 6 away? Yeah. It's only 5 away. So, yeah. You could make it all the way there and back, yep. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Let's yeah. do it. All right. So that boost of striding really did come in clutch for us, and, and in a real sense, that's not <laughs> cool. It's only twenty-five feet away. <laughs> well, I liked how he moved through the non-hex map too to get there. Like we kind of just he made he pressed Q, but he didn't go through the hexes. I don't think. Or in the camp, she was she was just around the corner. Oh darn! We were so close. Why are we back at this camp? Oh, scroll <laughs> Real quick, right. remember everyone, the tradable goods that are on the table oh, we're over here. Okay. are the furs. We grabbed a handful of the alchemical reagents. We got them in the handy haversack. And the do we have any kits that we can take with us? You mean like um, healing kits? Any kits. Yeah, healers kits, alchemical kits. Kits that we don't they need. Were- 
I think we should keep the healers kits yeah. for us. Uh, alchemical, we don't have any of that. I currently have the Augets Amethyst, Bag of Caltrops, Blanket, Bottle, bottle of Fire Ward Gel, Climber's Kit. Oh, I want to keep that. Never mind. Clothing dies, compass, dagger, fine woolen cloak. We, there's a whole bunch of stuff. We've got yeah. we've got plenty to barter with. Take the fire world jail too. That sounds good. She yeah, looks yeah, that's grumpy. Hmm? Who looks grumpy? She does. <laughs> She's clearly undead. She is Holy undead. Crap. That is a lich if ever I've seen one. That vel Con- consecrate. Oh we should have brought the shaving kit. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make it to this uh, shack uh, that uh, uh, Sir Dehudwal, um <laughs> went and uh, directed you on, on how to get there. And you guys come to this clearing and you see this, uh, this shack. You see an, an old, old lady standing outside and she looks up, she sees you and you see her squint and then like roll her eyes. <laughs> And then she immediately turns into the cabin and closes the door real, real quick. Oh my gosh! I'm not. Oh my gosh! Okay, everyone. Once again, this comes with a hey, I love you all. And destroy forgive, her. Destroy <laughs> yeah, forgive, her. Forgive me for whatever Iden might do. You're good, man. I understand the. Uh, I can I can separate. Like, she may not have much patience, but I'm pretty sure our patience is non-existent for this kind of behavior, like, at all, after everything we've gone through. Um, by the way, what is our HP? It seems as if we all got fulled up, but I'm not sure. Oh, maybe that's true. Yeah, I didn't get hit. Just kidding. That's true. I took a little. Yeah, you're mostly fine. Only two of you are down, like, a couple hit points. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, well, that was not quite the reception I was hoping for. Who here has the highest diplomacy? <laughs> no, I have, I, a I have a different. I have a different approach in mind. Oh gosh! Listen, I do not think we should run in swords blazing. Um, I wanted to say I, guns blazing, but <laughs> swords um, blazing, in swords the, in, sharpened. In, um. This is her home. We are not trying to take her home from her. We're just trying to exchange if she has anything that might help us. So please don't, don't, don't ruin this. Real don't, nice cabin she's got there. Where is that coming from, Niari? I, I will not ruin this. I, I promise you that. <laughs> and he starts walking forwards. Come on, well, you've been a bit sour lately, so I'm yeah, just saying. He takes an exaggerated deep breath. There. All better. And he keeps going. <laughs> okay. So Aiden's walking up. Do all of you follow? Or, oh my goodness. Or are oh you just letting Aiden... <laughs> wow, Aiden. Or Nayari. Good lord, Nayari. She has what some energy. She's just scouting the area. She's just letting off some steam. Like, she's just right. numb over She's this. just stomping and raging around. She just <laughs> raged, like, ran a mile around her house. Is the door here, or is the door here? There's I... a side door here, uh, but the main door is over here, but she went oh. in through a side door. Oh, we'll get there on the main door. Okay. Quick, Orin, flank her. I was going to say, I'm going to wait by the back door. And, uh, okay, what are you guys doing? 
Uh, Nayari will knock on the door. Okay. I will say, also knock on the door. Just <laughs> confuse her. <Mixed> signals. <laughs> Theros will start getting out just as tea and just start brewing something while they're <laughs> I, I wanted to be like, and I will also knock on the door, but then I knew Jason would be like, she comes out and she is livid. <laughs> but I did, so I, I didn't do that. So you guys knock on the door and you can hear it coming from inside. You know, there was once a, a day when I could go more than a week without people disturbing me. She doesn't open the door. You just hear that coming from inside. I'm very sorry, but you have to understand that circumstances are a bit different than your average week. I don't know if you've heard, but Feindar has fallen. Uh, the people have been scattered to the Fangwood. We're just trying to survive, and we're not here looking for handouts. We're here looking for help, but we we have things that we might be able to trade to you in exchange for your assistance if you would just speak with us. I'm well aware of what happened to Feindar. I'm well aware of why you've come. I had just hoped that the visions would be wrong for once. Uh, that stops my Ari in her tracks. Yeah, because that's that's important to a Kellid, isn't it? It's important to Nayari. Yeah, I didn't. Will chime. Oh, what do you mean, visions? Uh, we have come to trade. That is all. What I mean by visions is visions, uh, dreams. I I already knew about Feindar. I knew that you'd be coming here. I had hoped that, you know, you wouldn't have come, but the visions are rarely wrong. And you can you get you get a sense that she's just annoyed. <laughs> like she's she doesn't like the idea of people being here. You knew what would happen to Feindar. I knew what happened to Feindar. He settles down a little. Well, we are here now. And I do not know if you have seen this before or not, but we just need... <laughs> you see a little bit of smoke coming out from under the door. <laughs> Try to roleplay here. Gosh, dang it. Gosh. Dang it! Okay, she spoke since she was five. <laughs> we missed it. We we didn't we didn't make perception checks, but she's got a huge stogie in her mouth when she ran into the, into the house. It reminds me of uh, Madame like, Levesque. This is a Cuban. I'm Madame Levesque. What do you need? <laughs> oh man! I had a I had a voice for her, but it, 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 I I messed it up there, and the, so I kind of just went with it. <laughs> Perfect. I really Where were the know. other drugs I love going? This smoker Oracle, please let her just do <laughs> million packs a day. I'm I originally wanted it to be a little bit more high pitched. Oh, that's nope. very good. That's nope. like a that's like a genuine hag. <sighs> nope, she's a smoker now, Jay. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> she's vaping <laughs> in her house. Vape so, so yeah, you guys can roll a diplomacy check, uh, and you can all try to aid on it. Uh, aid who who do you want to roll it because i like... don't particularly care who rolls it um 
The way I've been rolling tonight, I I don't know. <laughs> all right, I'll take it. So you go yeah, ahead. You and could, you could all also try to roll individually if you'd like. Yeah, you oh, know what? Let's don't do that. say that. Okay. No, I'm gonna do it individually because okay. I want to know how she feels about me. <gasps> I'm rolling to aid Sarah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> they weren't. I was gonna say they weren't there. <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. I love it. Oh. Oh man, this works so well. Oh, I'm goodness. outside the back door, and with that roll, I'm like, still stinks like troglodyte. <laughs> uh, so, Oren, um, you hear the door lock uh, <laughs> by you. <laughs> and uh, then the rest of you hear footsteps over towards this door. And uh, she um, opens the door. And she looks out and she says, well, I suppose there's nothing I can do to make you leave. I'll just get this over with. So what do you want? One of our companions is very sick. uh, And we were wondering if you might have anything here that might help him. Uh, recover from <laughs> from this uh, disease that he's fighting. She's role playing here. <laughs> I'm just not not gonna look at the chat when I'm trying to speak. <laughs> she she sighs heavily. She's like, "Yeah, I probably got some stuff. Come on, <laughs> come on in." And she she holds the door open for Nayari to enter and. As Aiden takes a move to to go in, she immediately closes it in his face and uh, only allows Nayari in because Aiden rolled just well enough for her to not let him inside. <laughs> oh, nuts. Split the so, party. So, Nayari, you're inside this hut and you can see that uh, it is a, a pretty small hut. You see, so the roof makes it look like it's uh, like a five by four. The roof overhangs, so it's only like a two by three building. Um, so she, well, where did she go? Oh, there she is. Um, so as you enter this hut, you can see that there is a plethora of random assorted items in here. There's all kinds of herbs, all kinds of just weird uh, stuff, things that you you'd probably expect to have in a like. Uh, hermit, herbalist, alchemist that type of um, eccentric like survivalist house Um, and she's kind of going over to one of the shelves and she's looking over the vials and she says I assume you've got something uh, to trade for it you're not just expecting me to give this to you right? Of course not Um, we have okay what do you got? Um, we have alchemical components. Yeah, I don't need it. Um, (laughs) fine paper for rolling your cigs. Uh, no, no, I'm good. Um, I gave up smoking. A sack of coffee beans. Uh, there's 10 pounds. Okay. Um, we have, uh, Different gemstones. Uh, those are useless. Uh, we have a wand of grease and, and a wand of prestidigitation. 
now. We have. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I please any your perception roll to hear this? No, you hear all this. Oh yeah, have, okay. I just like. Uh, I, <laughs> we have a marble mortar and pestle. Uh, We're not going to trade for everything, Niari. Offer the beans. <laughs> Shout out. I'm just giving her options. I'm not giving all of it away. So if you go down through the list, um, yeah. basically... Like she just starts literally pulling every item out of the bag and like setting it on the floor. Yeah, so she she will be interested in the coffee beans. <laughs> but also, if you, if you do uh, mention the scholar's robe, she kind of like looks at you with a little bit of interest. And as you pull that out, she kind of like grabs it and she's looking at it and she's like where did you find this um it was in a farmhouse uh a ways away from here um needless to say the person wearing the robes didn't need them anymore we didn't steal them that person was dead um they're washed i think i, I don't remember <laughs> but you're that's welcome to you're welcome to take that as part of the trade Roll a sense motive. She's thoroughly confused. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says, uh, "Take the take the robes here and the beans, and I'll give you, I'll give you one of these vials, uh, which would be uh, another vial of anti plague." Did we okay. detect magic on those robes at any point when we were in that room? I would have as I mean oh. you detected magic on other stuff so yeah because yeah. you detected magic and found yeah. the wand right next to him you so. right. detected you magic and just found that they were well made if I'm not mistaken yeah, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't detect it as being magical they're just yeah. particularly well made like a masterwork robe. can I detect magic now sure <laughs> uh, she yells out hey Keep those spell casting. (laughs) (laughs) So, paladins and clerics, you know. Sorry about that. (laughs) Paladins. Uh, Shift up. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. That was for the coffee beans are out and the worn scholar's robes. Yes. Uh, I did. Can hear all this? He's not. In yeah. a no, this I can't. I can't. I'm not in a position there to help. That's a terrible trade, but that's okay. Whatever. Make it two vials. <laughs> Orange shouts out. <laughs> yeah. Isn't one vial of anti plague like? Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure it's it's like thirty gold. Fifty. Yeah, yeah and this 50 is gold. Premium bean juice we're talking about here. Is it really though? Premium. It's fifty gold. Yeah. Oh wow. That might do it then. You don't know who that that uh, that farmer was that owned that the scholar's robes. It could have been a celebrity. That could up huh. the price even more. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, so here's the oh, thing with Margaret. Yes, it might be worth fifty gold, sure. But also to her, it's probably not worth fifty gold. And that coffee, interesting. That robe, we could probably have milked more for. But I'm definitely happy with getting this, getting what we need, making her happy. Getting on our good graces. This is this is good. This is good. Aiden's happy with this. He, he's he's dropping in and he's just thinking, yeah, this is this is good. 
Nairi doesn't care if you're happy with it or not. She got the anti-plague, so doesn't matter what she I had to re- give up. <laughs> I realize how Nayari thinks. I am aware of it. I am aware of it. So is I. <laughs> She's like, here, do you want some of these gems? Just I like, give her your house, why don't you? <laughs> like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. She's in there like, have you seen this nice bag we found? It holds stuff. <laughs> well, 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 I'm totally going to say, like, hey. only... <laughs> I work in sales, so like the internal part of me, where where like Jason was like, ooh, it's like, oh, they showed interest. This is the they, that's the hook. You just gotta you just gotta pull up on the on the line now. You've got them, you've got them, and you just kept like giving them more stuff. I'm like, you're just giving and then away money now. She tries to shank Nayari as she goes to leave. Yeah, it's like you you're giving them money now, like. You're showing your entire hand. It's like going to a flea Ultimately, market. Ultimately, we're giving up robes that had nothing for right, us yeah, and exactly. some, some bag of beans. Yeah. Like, we weren't going to do anything with it. Exactly. Like I said, I'm very happy with this. Yeah, this but is a good trade. It just made well, me laugh. Yeah. Nayari yeah. came from a remote tribe where it was more practicality, not money. So these gems and stuff don't really mean anything to her. <laughs> Shinies. Well, well, well it's also just Chinese. It's Chinese. also just funny that you're, you're. It's like going to a flea market with like a thousand dollars in your wallet. She has an intelligence of eight, so she's <laughs> like, uh, "Here, do you want to take everything I have?" Yeah, it's sure. like you, you go to a flea market with like ones and fives, and maybe a single ten, and you pretend that that's all you have on you when you go to negotiate. Uh, but man, do you, do you happen to have any? anything for healing i don't know if there's anything additional that we can trade but we have uh stumbled up upon many dangers out in the woods and we're running short of healing and uh yeah so we can we'll we will go uh jason's like i don't week. want to do the voice anymore well, no there's because there's a thing that i'm gonna do but we can okay. we will hand rate as that one single interaction uh, we can figure out what other things you want and what other things she might accept from your thing, yeah. your okay. uh, inventory. Cool. I would but say we can what, totally do a barter check too if you just yeah. want to do it that way, like with a diplomacy or an appraise or whatever it is. Yeah, I can't remember how you do that, but there's but a uh, what ends up happening is once the transaction is done and she's handing off items, she hands off like the anti plague to you, Nayari, and as you go out to reach it, she like lashes out and grabs your hand and pulls you forward down and there's like a weird unnatural strength to her like how old she is like there's a there's a real strength as she pulls you down to to face her and she looks and squints and peers into your eyes and she says your friend's not doing too well is she and she just lets you go what do you mean by that your friend, the uh, the other Kellid lady. Not all, not all there. Niari, are you okay? Oh, by the way, this is all being whispered. Okay, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it probably went quiet for a little bit, so. Yeah, yeah, he he will call out. It's like I haven't heard anything. Can you do something for her? No, but I could maybe find a way for you to do something for her. Is it so quiet? 
Comes at a price, though. Niati! Uh, she opens the door real quick, and uh, Iden roll will save. Oh, snap. Oh, are we turning to violence? I am not! Iden, you go blind. And she immediately closes the door again. What? What do you mean? What is the price? I, I have certain abilities to see things, but I can't do it without a certain amount of incense. He's yelling out now, like, Niari, like, she's made me blind, like, I can't see, like, get out of there, kind of thing. He's just yelling. She then casts silence in the uh, doorway with a 20-foot spread. Holy <laughs> Oh my god. And she looks at you, Nayara, and she says, You mentioned you had some gems. I could make incense with those with what I have here. I could uh, do a ritual. Maybe divine what course of action you need to take. How, how much do you need? And, uh... She would basically require, um... 50 gold pieces worth of gems to make the incense. Okay. And then she would uh, require uh, an additional 150 gold fee which we could, as part of that transaction, we could figure all that out, the nitty-gritty of it. Okay. Absolutely. I, whatever, you, whatever you need me to do, I will do it. She smiles a wide grin, and she says, That's good to hear. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you'd like to watch these sessions performed live, be sure to find us on YouTube. Or follow us on Twitter at MildlyHeroic. Heroic.